Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Unfortunately, we've run out of time today. Whatever it means for you in your club, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Welcome to another episode of We'll Talk About That Later, a podcast about football, mostly about opinions, sometimes about facts, depending on who you ask. Since you're here listening to us, subscribe to us on your favourite podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Deezer, Google Podcasts, wherever. We are there. And... Follow us on social media as well. We're on Instagram and Twitter at WTATL official. And we're also on TikTok at WTATL.podcast. Now I'm about to tell you what episode we're on. 110. Welcome to World. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Stop, stop, stop. stop. Hold on, hold on. We've got to give her a round of applause. Round of applause for Junior, man. Are oh. you not working? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be real. Yeah. You started speaking and your mouth wasn't moving. I know. I was like, bro, he like, pressed something on his phone and I was like, huh? What just happened? <laughs> Do we approve of this? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I like that. Man went into I love like, it. Yeah, like enthusiastic commentary mode. I don't know what this, like, this is not his house anymore, it's just a proper studio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so 110 guys. Damn. A rainy 110. Mm-hmm. Mm. How's it how's everyone? And I'm good. I think it's been a good weekend of football, to yeah, be honest. Bet. Brilliant <laughs> weekend of football. Chelsea <laughs> lost, Arsenal battered. You love to see Battered. <laughs> love to see it. I don't think Listen, you watched the game. Let today. Tanya agend with her agenda. Yeah, come, thanks, Mark. No right. problem. Are we making that a verb now? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know where that comes agenda from. Agend with her agenda, yeah. Anyway, continue. I'm going. Right. Uh, <laughs> okay. I bet you are. It was a perfect weekend for Spurs, really, when you think about it. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, other than, obviously, yeah, other than obviously a couple of like West Ham, for example, but good weekend of football for us to cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't wait to get into it. Abdi, how are you? I don't want to be here. Abdi <laughs> literally hasn't said a word. I don't want to be here. Oh, did yeah. What happened? Because my team is. What do you mean, what happened? My team is <laughs> <so> flipping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. All right, guys, have a good podcast. <laughs> I'm going to go home now. All right. Um, yeah, let's get into um, our spotlight game, which was. London Derby, West Ham versus Chelsea. 
at the London Stadium. Um, over to Mr. Abdi, who said that it would be impossible. I didn't say no. You know, you know, well, I didn't not say. This again. I, did I not clarify? No, wait, hold on, hold on, wait. Let's let's before no, I, I, I will literally bring up. No, no, no. Oh. I, I will bring up what I said last week. I said I it would be hit. stupid of me to say impossible when I clarified last week. Oh, did I not? Okay, I forgot that you did that. Oh, so it's all right, cool. So and then these. Like, can we? You can say we, you say something once, yeah, and these lot will hold it against you for the rest of your life. You do the same thing. Mark comes we back listen. in the group. Oh, okay. Abdi, oh, too impossible. Can I say one thing? Yeah. Can I just say before we get this? Before we get into the analysis, yeah, you guys see, think as me as the villain, yeah, this guy has been a menace this whole weekend. They don't know who this guy this is. This guy is Mark, who, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This guy, this punk, this scumbag has been <laughs> has been a menace this whole weekend. And honestly, he has not let me rest one second, bruv. From Saturday 12.30 until the second I got here, bruv. He's been on my you case. You antagonise him constantly. It doesn't matter. That's in the past. What I'm saying is this weekend. Can you not get your phones out of my face, man? Am I a celebrity, bruv? Nah. No. All right, I'm dead. But let's, let's get into the... Um the game, because obviously before we start to really drill on drilling on Abdi's prediction of Chelsea um, keeping a clean sheet for the next three seasons every game, um, <laughs> guy. let's drill into the let's drill into the actual game because aside from me agending my agenda, I'm making up these phrases as I go along. Mm-hmm. Um, it was impressive from West Ham to actually, you know. First team to score more than one goal against Chelsea this season. First team to score more than one goal. Um, we've covered that. That previously was apparently impossible, but they've done it, um, and they did it impressively. If I punch him in the face, am I wrong? <laughs> <laughs> yes, there will be no violence on this podcast. Um, All right, you know what, Mark? I'm sorry, I was wrong. Thank can you, you get over it now? Yeah, <laughs> I can. I actually, I, I just needed that live on air. All right, all right. And we're good. Right. You know, it was interesting. Like before, we were talking about how good Chelsea's defense was, mm. and we also talked about how good Mendy was. And it just seemed to be the game where all of that kind of just went wrong for them. Yeah, mm. Mendy made a mistake. Think, yeah, um, the Mendy mistake the ma- I think was more Jorginho's. Well, mm. yeah, but also you might say that he could have done better for the Masuaku goal. Or that, yeah. Um, but yeah, like. It just all seemed like in the second half, especially mm-hmm. West Ham were all over Chelsea's defense. But I also think it was going to happen as well. Yeah, it was definitely. You can't be perfect all season. Like Mendy was going to have a stinker at some point. Like all goalkeepers do, they were going to leave mm. goals. So I think people need to chill a little bit. I've seen a lot of people being very yeah. reactionary on Twitter. Yeah, no, shocking. You no, you're right. I've seen, I've seen you some certain Liverpool fans, ones that are within in my vicinity right now, <laughs> start calling out uh, Mendy. Like Allison didn't throw one in his goal Wait, the against West Ham. What are you talking Wait, about? Wait, you that, said, that "Oh, Mendy, the best goalkeeper in the league." Yeah, but he's not. But and I just uh, had to, you, <laughs> yeah, you made a very big statement on the podcast you last only, week, you, and I wanted to just no, see I, what you I were said, saying. I said the best goalkeeper this season. Right, cool. like, like Alison didn't make it you know what you two should have your own little segment like, no, but I'm making know, a valid I've point did, I've already made yeah well Alli- I mean Alison's error was um, it was an error it was it was it upon Alison him. OG bro of course <laughs> but let's look at the clean sheet table and then we'll chat because right, cool. um, that's how you win leagues <laughs> in the clean sheets Right, they say defense wins you titles, and I'm not even being sarcastic at this, Who's point, at this point. Who's they? They're just people in general, people. isn't it? Cool. Enjoy. Um, enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, Tanj, you made a good point just a second ago about it not being sustainable, and I, I was meant to mention on the podcast last mm. week. I completely forgot. Um, basically, a similar point to that. There was the the Brentford game where they came away yeah. with a clean sheet, and they could have conceded four on any other day. Um, mm. And there's a couple of other games this South season where they got away with a couple. Um, and I just didn't think it was sustainable. If we're going into a serious mode now, 
Um, that's why I, aside from all the banter, Abdi, that's mm-hmm. why I was kind of questioning because I just didn't think it was sustainable over a 38-game season yeah. for them to carry on as defensively strong as they have been, considering that they're, they've been conceding biggest chances and Mendy's been bailing them out quite a lot. It just wasn't sustainable for me and would it all comes to the fore against West Ham. What do you not make of the not playing Lukaku? He's, he still didn't play, did he? He come on. Mm. Yeah, he, but you know those pictures of him in Tim's? <laughs> <laughs> he come on and didn't do that meme any, any yeah. disservice. Do like. you know what? If he carries on, I have to say, like it's not been a good signing for them, has it? Let's well, I mean, be honest, he has been, been injured for a bit, but yeah, he's like, what, that's almost 10 games now without a goal? Yeah, like, come on, we have to... Mm. Actually, can I, let me, right, let, before we cover the game, let me let me just... Um, Mark's always prepared, you know. I, I, I like to screenshot stuff that I see throughout the week, so that when I come here on a Tuesday, I, I've got stuff to, to say. Um, but we've been very impressed with Chelsea's defence this season. We've covered them quite a lot. Um, but attacking-wise, yeah. what are we saying? Mm-hmm. That, their let, defenders let, are the best strikers let, at the club. Let me lay this out for you, right? So yeah. 23, <laughs> this is this is factual as of right now. So until they play their next game, I think they've got Leeds on the weekend. Um, this is factual as of right now. So 23 of Chelsea's 35 goals in the league this season have come against teams in the bottom half of the table. Wow. They've played City, Liverpool, United, West Ham. Haven't won a single one of those four games. So the question for Abdi... Mm-hmm. Are, do you still see them as that impressive team who, let's just say a month ago, maybe you said they are my favourites for the title. Is that still the same for you? Or? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, I just think, obviously, this, this West, let's not forget, West Ham are a good team, innit? Yeah, okay. and, that's um, another thing. We also, like, if, if we've, there's some context as well, like, May United just were coming off almost like, a, they, they just won a game, they're like saw almost like a new manager bounce under Carrick when they drew no, when, so they, drew, when yeah. they drew Man United. So Man United were in just some better form, you know, like a little bit more confidence as well. And obviously Man United capitalised through a mistake. And West West Ham are a good side. They drew against Liverpool when they were down to ten men, mm. and they only lost to, to Man City. I, I wasn't Man using City that. Sorry to cut, well. cut in. I wasn't even using that as a means to question how good Chelsea are because they're yeah. a very good football team, mm-hmm. but. Those four teams that I mentioned, yeah, City, yeah. Liverpool, it's, West Ham, United, they haven't picked up three points against either mm-hmm. of those teams. And like I said, the goals scored, only 12 of their goals out of 33 or whatever it is have come against top half teams in the league this season. Um, yeah, but it's but crazy also, though, when you look at the squad that they have, like what really is the excuse? I Chelsea don't know. got a lot of injuries though. But also what, mm. what we said as well, like a few, <clears throat> like Sean a few weeks ago. Sean, yes, I Sean. I know, Sean Dice. What we said a few weeks ago was that the race um, for the title is going to be decided between the, the teams. Yeah, those three. So if they're not picking up points against Man City or Liverpool, that's where they're going to fall. And fair behind. play, Liverpool wasn't an anomaly. Uh, I'm not even going to attempt to get that word out. Anomaly. Anom- anomaly, thank you, Tanya, <laughs> because they were down to 10 men for half the game. Um, mm-hmm. But it's still there on paper. They haven't beat one of those four teams. And um, as impressive as they are, if they want to win the league this season, you got to remember they haven't won the league in... God knows how long is it? Conte, last time they won the league? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I just think, yeah, with Chelsea is that what I've seen from Tuchel until now is that he's the guy who's able to adapt to any style the m- most in just a short amount of time. Whereas like someone like Klopp, same style, but they'll just kill you. And uh, same Guardiola. I think Klopp and Guardiola stick to their style. Their style is just that we're better than you. 
And no, got, but Chelsea, well, Chelsea style they, is, adapt, uh, Chelsea. it's not, it's a very rigid, it's three no, central what I'm, defenders, what I'm talking about two is that, wing backs who push higher. Mm-hmm. It's, they set up the same. No, I think what I'm just saying, saying like, tactically, tactically like, he can against, adapt. Against, but I think you're doing a disservice against Klopp. I think Klopp mm. is very good tactically. Yeah, but and Liverpool, don't, Liverpool are not scared of anyone though. Liverpool yeah, just play the same about, way against anyone. It's not about anyone, being scared of anyone. Mm. It's like a, a adapting for the opposition that you're playing. So I think Liverpool will set up in different ways, not necessarily in different formations, but they'll set traps in different ways. Yeah, yeah. They'll set like um, different players who will trigger something in different ways. So in that sense, he doesn't have to change his formation or his tactics. I'm just thinking about... He just changes certain parts yeah, of the that's true. That's true. That's true. I mean, but what I'm talking about is that what I'm thinking about is that Tuchel, last year, this guy... Three games against City, three wins. Yeah. And sort of like in different ways mm. as well. Like. But what didn't Arteta pick up? Two wins over City last and season as well. But I'm just saying you wouldn't, you would be the last to call him tactically astute. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's true. But I mean, in just a short amount of time, what I've seen from Tuchel is, uh, like you said, defence wins your championship. But so far, they've conceded the least amount of goals. And on top of that as well, like they, um, they've got a lot of. They've lost more they've games. They've got a lot though. of Liverpool's depth. Only lost one That's game. absolutely true. That's absolutely true. Liverpool, I think, are the are the most impressive so mm. far because of the I, way. I, I'd, I'd rather win goals. a game four three than draw it nil nil. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, to be honest, I I said it. I'm pretty sure I did. I'm 90 percent sure. I had Chelsea finishing third, and I had Liverpool second and Man City first, which mm. I think that's what will happen. I just think Chelsea. They are still a very young team as well. I actually think next season will be their season. I don't season. know about that. When, when you got Rudiger, very young, at thirty-seven, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. You, you got, got Jorginho, Mane, all these youngsters. Yeah, I mean, they got yeah. Obviously, they got quality they're academy. 12, but they're twenty-three. 24. I wouldn't say they're young at all. You got Rudiger, Thiago, Lukaku, Kante, Jorginho, Kovacic. Not, not really a young team. Ziyech, <laughs> Mendy. Yeah, I think yeah. they're all a decent yeah. amount. They're all yeah, Christensen, Galonzo. Yeah, they're all. Yeah, I just think next, next you know, season. <laughs> the point is dying in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> next season will be their season, I think. Let's no, let's I let's, well, let's do West Ham a service though and, and oh, cover this game. Coming up, coming up. Like, I know we've said it before, but David Moyes deserves a lot, a lot, a lot of credit for. If you think about it, yeah, from the debacle that was Man United to going to Real Sociedad yeah. to Sunderland, Sunderland. And he went to West Ham first time, Ryan. And it was a shambles them. there. But he, he saved did, them from relegation. He saved them from relegation, but they shouldn't have been anywhere near it. Can I ask, when was um, David Moyes reappointed again? Was it the same time around Arteta? I hate to bring N- him up, but just an yeah, example yeah, of like, yeah, yeah. the progression. Because yeah. they had and Pellegrini, the style of didn't play. they? Yeah. You can yeah, they see, had, like, yeah. they're just so solid. Like, they work as a team. Like, mm. top, top manager. Anyway, continue. Mm. Now, and they can, they, I mean, they can bat. They had Zuma come off after, what, 25 minutes, which would have been a big blow. But you, and I mean, they already lost Ogbonna this they, season. Yeah. They already yeah. lost Ogbonna for, I think, the full season, or if not the majority of it. Um, yeah. and, and they still continue to play the same way. You know, who, uh, I can't remember who came in for him, but um, at the start of the game, David Moyes kind of must have sat back Diop, and thought we're going to match him up. Uh, it might have been Diop, but David Moyes, who doesn't typically go free at the back, went free at the back for this one, matched Chelsea up. Um, wow. And, and it's worked. It, it was a it was good good performance what from like West about, Ham. And what I like about David Moyes yeah, is that he gets the most out of every single player. Yeah. Yeah. So look at Antonio. He, what he's doing here, yeah, his performances, it's like he's not scoring a lot. Like his goals are dried up, but a he's bit, involved but in everything. He's yeah. still nine out of ten, ten out of ten performances, and the fact that every single centre back he, he matches up against, he knows he can give him a hard game. And then you've got guys like Bowen playing out there, like mm. at oh, his absolute maximum level. Four so nows. Who was it? Who, was it? Was it against? Um, was it? Against, I think it was against Brighton. Four nows 
did a, like it was a volley with his left foot smashed against the bar and I was just like four hours usually like when he was playing under the previous manager I just thought this guy just falls about all the time he's a bit, of a, he's a bit useless <laughs> and he, obviously he's a really hard working winger but then now you're getting end product from him as well it's just it it just goes to show what a manager can do with coaching and you just know he's a really good coach and good man manager yeah and I think he deserves a lot of credit as well and like, I think he was hard done by a by everything that happened and then got attached to him in the Man United yeah. debacle. But yeah. what he's done at West Ham is nothing short of amazing. And, and you know what? Like, I feel I probably should retract my statement saying, oh, you know, they won't get top four because the way they're going, like we've already said, they've beaten top teams. Mm. And I actually thought they were going to go through a little wobble because they lost to Wolves, didn't they? And yeah. Yeah. I, I was actually going to say the only disappointing just, thing for West Ham currently is that they've beaten Liverpool and Chelsea, yeah. but they've actually dropped points against... You know, games against Brighton, yeah, they exactly. did lose to Man City as well. They'd have more hope in picking up points from, and if they had picked up points in Wolves, for example, mm. Brighton, mm. but they the wouldn't the be thing far is, is off. That they, the they are, they are currently better than the rest. Like, er, like they deserve to be in that fourth they spot. Do, and I, yeah, they the do. more, the more they, the more you watch them, the more you can see like their players are so confident. Mm. Every player know. knows their. It's funny because I feel like a lot of other fans, like Spurs fans included, will say, because obviously, yeah, rivalry or whatever, they'll say, oh, yeah, but look at West Ham's team. It's not that good, but they've got a good manager. But I actually think their team is good. Yeah. Like, they've got such ballers in that team. And the, mo the, mo the more you win, the more your players will be seen as good. Like, you know, you won't just say our team isn't as good or the quality in their squad. Mm. And they've got to contend with Europa League as well. So. Yeah. And, and I think, I think they're through. They're through with a game exactly, to spare. So. I think one thing that tends to happen with football fans is like, you look at the quality, mm. for example, like Liverpool, Man City, and then you tend to judge everyone else by yeah, the same so thing. True, yeah. But if you're looking at the first 11 of the rest of those teams... They're getting to Spurs right now, I'm telling they're, you. They're oh, probably, probably the best first 11 of the rest. Yeah. Um, not, not counting Man United, because Man United obviously have so much spent mm. so much money on, on that team. But well, the, the million-dollar question then... Is it sustainable? Are they going to be in this race come, you know, 30 games and there's only eight games to go? Where do we like, I think envisage their West downfall Ham? was they didn't do too many signings in the summer. Yeah. Because when you contend with Europa League, I feel like, especially come May, well, not May, um, March, April, where you've got loads of games, you've got FA Cup. I don't know if they'll get far in the mm. FA Cup, but where you've got FA Cup, you've got... Um, games mounting up in the league and then you've got Europa League if you get that far I don't know I don't know if well it's especially now as well because there's going to be a ridiculous amount of games in yeah. this next couple of weeks or so, mm. so yeah exactly Christmas period tends to make or break seasons but yeah the, the, the thing is they've already, they're contending with a few injuries now so both their starting centre-backs are injured because yeah. Cresswell got injured against Man City and then um, like I think uh, who, who ben Johnson, just yeah, uh, who, who was he, filling in essentially mm. for um, Cresswell. So Cresswell, they, they yeah. ended up playing Su Fawa left right. wing back yeah. for part of that game. And well, they did bring on Masuaku, who scored the winner. As yeah, well. And he brought on Masuaku, Su Fawa mm. went over to the right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Has Declan Rice been injured yet for West Ham? No. I think Declan that would Rice be the not, blow. I don't think he's been injured in like four seasons or so. But he's been <laughs> fantastic. Like he's at the base of that West Ham midfield, he's just been. But that's what I'm saying. I think an injury to him will be costly for them. But that's the thing, like with any team, really. If your best player gets injured, then you're yeah. you're really at a risk, aren't you? And it's a it's a it's something you can't really legislate for. So, for example, look, obviously, touch wood. If, for example, Salah got injured, 
then, yeah. you, then you know that would drastically yeah, alter yeah. Liverpool season. So it's something you can't really say, oh, why didn't that, why didn't um, Klopp go get the second best player in the world right now? <laughs> it's so true. It's, just like, it's so true. Because, yeah. yeah, sport is a gamble. Like, mm. um, And I think Liverpool will attest to that. Like, last season, they oh gambled in not bringing in an extra centre-back and it failed. Mm. So yeah. this, um, this past summer, they went and reinforced centre-back to make sure that it's no longer a gamble. Mm. That if your players mm. do get injured, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So West Ham might be gambling with the fact that you know we can keep the majority of this eleven fit, and it will take us as far mm. as we can go or as far as we want to go. But we don't have the funds yeah. to reinvest more to reinsure that. The, you know, the interesting thing for West Ham now is obviously they've had the Czech guy come in and, and buy yeah. what a forty nine percent stake, yeah, and yeah. they're they're not going to be strapped for cash. Um, they're really in a position where they can build from strength to strength. Yeah. Now, if they if they do it right, they can they can really push on from here if they invest correctly. Um, one thing I do want to see from West Ham, obviously aside from Ben Johnson, because he's kind of proof of what I'm saying, but I do want to see and Declan Rice, but he was signed from Chelsea uh, as a young player. I just wanted maybe a little bit more of that youth progression for West Ham, as well as the the key signings which they're making. Um, that but was yes. kind of like West Ham's thing back in the day. Exactly, bringing that's what I mean. It's, it's just that kind of West Ham mm. feel in terms of bringing through the youngsters because they used to do that so well. Yeah. Um, but back onto the game, I'm going to bring it back onto the game. What a finish that was from Jared Bowen, by the way. Oh my he's God. a baller, man. I'm yeah, telling you, I think no, he'll be able to I'm going to be. I'm going to be brutally honest. This is why people are in these jobs and, and not me. We, we were linked with Jared Bowen uh, about a year ago. And not that I thought he was a bad player. I kind of just brushed my nose up at it and thought... Mm. Mm. We just thought he was a championship player. And, and you know, I've been proved wrong. This guy's mm. come out and he'd be more than capable of coming in at a top team like Liverpool City, Chelsea and playing that role of playing when other Me. players need a rest or playing... Like, just starting, like, 25, 30 games a season in a 60-game season. More than capable of doing that for a top club. I fully, fully rate Jared yeah. Bowen. But that's, that's why, like, these... <clears throat> these people get paid so much money. Look at Andy Robertson. He was playing yeah. for Hull in the championship. Mm-hmm. Came up with the Premier League. Who, as well. who would have seen him? Mares. Yeah, who would have yeah. seen yeah. him who win the Champions Kante. League? Mares, Kante. No, but like, I mean, do like even then, guys who were playing for lower league, lower lesser levels, um, Premier League clubs, mm-hmm. yeah, and stepping up. Like Jota, for example, Jota. Jota. Yeah. Bowen and Jota are in the same boat. You know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. Like Jota could. If, what if Bowen? There's no reason to say he can't step up at a bigger club. You know. At, well, I mean, at like a. Bigger, bigger name club but with more money. So, and that was like that's what Brentford do. Yeah. They they don't tend to spend a lot of money. Mm-hmm. They get players who. Um, it's interesting with Brentford yeah. though because they don't have a single academy, academy yeah, yeah. age group. It's all just focused on the focus on the first team, and it's mm-hmm. work. Obviously, it's work for them because they're out in the prem. Yeah. Looks like they're on track to stay up. You know, it's close down there. But I don't think that's a long. That's a good long term strategy because like you're just going to end up spending money all the time. You can't get yeah, anyone. What, what, your what has worked money. well for them is they sign yeah. quite heavily on on data, yeah. yeah. Um, and they will sign a player for two, three million, and that same player in two years will go for twenty. And that's million. what I mean. So like they do all the legwork behind the scenes, but then they they sell what they sell high. They sell high, definitely. But I mean, but like it's always better to find someone for no money from your academy than pay of two, three mil. You know, but so. you know, Brentford have 
adopted a specific strategy and mm-hmm. it's working. So and I'd, also they save money on the academy side where they don't have staff, they don't have to pay young players and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. So they save money there. But, but no, back both, to West Ham. Yeah, I was going to say, I final uh, apply for a job at Brentford. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to work at Brentford. Do you, do you, who knows? We might yeah, even be there not? right now. <laughs> no. You never know. Um, Double uh, signing from I, WTTL. I haven't told his agent yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll um, be his agent. I'll be his assistant. Okay. Exactly. Let's get back on top. Definitely back on to the game. Third goal. I'll, I'll let that one play through. Um, <laughs> You're banned from touching. Third goal. We said that last week. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. We know that. Um, third goal. Uh, no, you don't want to talk about Mount's goal? Your boy? Yeah, because that was a scream. Oh, finish, boy. Yeah, that's true. Mason Let's talk Mount. about Mount's goal and then we'll go on to the third goal. It was more about... Mount's got great technique, man. He can yeah, literally... Yeah. And his ball mm. striking is so sick, bro. But that was like... I remember Van Persie scored a goal like that where he volleyed it into the near post. It was so Against, sick. Against mm. Liverpool. Liverpool, yeah. yeah. But it was just like... Uh, that kind of finish is just so beautiful to watch, man. Yeah. With the inside of his foot, boom. boom I, I just kind of wish that Mount would take it upon himself to do it more. I'm not saying like score yeah. volley every week, but I'm saying like... Um, be in those positions. Yeah, be um, in those positions. Take make those shots. runs. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. Take more shots. Like he, well, I think that's what he does. I think he does. Sh- I don't think you know he's shy about shooting. No, yeah. I don't think he's shy, but what I want him to do is I want him to like take the game upon his himself and yeah. say like I'm going to decide this game I, I agree with I think for a player of his quality playing in a team of that quality in the position that he plays which let's not forget is kind of an inside 10 role right behind the striker he probably should be getting slightly more numbers in terms of goals assists um, but aside from that he's a quality player and it's Absolutely. a great finish Absolutely. really good finish and then and then you got the third goal which is what I wanted to ask you was that what are we? What are we saying? Are we saying cross? No, no, no. I, oh, I know full well that was a cross. Are we saying Mendy's at fault for that, or are we saying it was so out of the blue that he just didn't have a chance to adapt? And, and a bit of both, I'd say. I, I think. No, I think, I think there was so much better. pace on the ball that it's just difficult to kind of mm. because when you see the 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 clip, the replay, Mendy takes a step. Once he takes that step, he's he, mm. there's no way he's getting to it. So he, he manages to get a hand to it, but. There's so much pace on the ball that all he can do is palm it into his own net. Um, but no one can foresee, like, Maswaku shooting from there. Yeah, He didn't was, even foresee himself yeah. shooting yeah, from yeah, exactly. there, <laughs> literally. Yeah, yeah. So you don't think he could have done a little bit better? Yeah, I do think Mendy could have no, done no, better because no, he came from, a, came from a distance. And, so. yeah. and it was at his near yeah. post as well. So obviously you can mm. say that the goalkeeper can do better, but I think it's that thing, it's that risk that goalkeepers do where they, like, predict where the ball's going to go so he took a step thinking that the ball's going to go there and it's come the other way yeah it's really important for Chelsea now it's the same with Liverpool and City you have to bounce back with a win after a loss like that you you just have to this this title race is so mad though literally if you if you slip up one game you you go from first to third you got if Chelsea lost this weekend which I don't think they will I think they got leads at home so they got leads at Stamford Bridge and if they did lose that and um Liverpool got Villa at home. City have got whoever they've got. Liverpool got Villa at home. Yeah. Gerard, yeah. Oh, um, and yeah. the, the worst oh, thing about that though is that it's three o'clock on Saturdays. So it's not live oh. on TV, which oh. is a shame. So stupid, man. So stupid. Um, obviously, it was set it's yeah, scheduled yeah, yeah. before. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the point, the point that I was making is that it, let's say Liverpool City pick up three points this weekend, and Chelsea don't bounce back with a win. You know, that gap's suddenly just out of nowhere, four points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But Chelsea, I think all three will win, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think Chelsea will go out there and not take the three points on Saturday. This, but this, it's, it's, they've got to go out there and they've got to react. Race, this towel race. We had three league leaders at the weekend. In one day, yeah. In one day. In one day, yeah. yeah. yeah sorry, yeah. 
Well, I'm saying it now. It's not Chelsea for me. They're this girl's so flip flop, man. <laughs> <laughs> you said no. everyone's going to win this league in the last four weeks, yeah? No. You said Man City, then Liverpool, then Chelsea, then Liverpool, then Chelsea again. Now, no, now, now West Ham are going to win the league. Yeah? We're going to finish third. So yeah, but you've changed your mind three times you in, the, in the last Chelsea month. You were going to win the league, and well. you said Liverpool as well, and you said Man City as well, and now you're probably going to say West Ham, <laughs> and you'll probably say, "Oh, Conte, definitely not. Definitely not Spurs. Are you joking? I wish. All right, let's move on. We ages on this game. <laughs> All right. Um, the next game was Newcastle versus Burnley. Wow, Newcastle won a game. Oh. No, I actually this is my friend. Yeah, I, nice. I I took the mick out of him because before the before the weekend he was asking me who he should bet on. Yeah, so he, the four games he wanted to bet on was um, the West Ham game, the Liverpool game, the Newcastle game, and the um, uh, whatever. Uh, uh, the Villa, the Villa game, the Villa game. <laughs> And I told him that he goes, oh, Burnley haven't won. I'm, um, Newcastle haven't won a game this season. I'm going to bet on Burnley. I said, I think you should bet on Newcastle. Like, Yeah. They, they're due a win. And then it goes and happens. Oh, should I Did listen? He? No, he bet on Burnley. And I was should just I like. That's his fault, isn't it? Damn. But like, I, I could just feel it. It was like, it was coming. Because like, I feel mm. like even though you, you were taking the piss out of me in terms of like when you when I said the new manager bounce, I did see improvements from um, on like Newcastle's play mm. from when they were under Steve Bruce. I, I did see it. Obviously, it's not the best because Newcastle are a shambles, but I did see some things like he was trying to shore them up defensively, trying to get the balance between attack because we know that Newcastle's not typically an attacking team, but they were getting more chances. So... Mm. I think I, I, in my mind I was like they're due to win. Yeah, Burnley right. is probably the best team. We, to- I mean, we said it what two weeks ago or a week ago even that if you're a team and you've got players of the quality of Callum Wilson and Saint Maximilian up top who get into what 60-70 percent of the teams in the league, they get into that starting 11, 50 percent. However, way you look at it, you're always going to have a chance of staying up. So yeah. they've got that W now. They're level on points with Norwich and. Burnley, funnily yep. enough, on 10 points. Um, and they've kind of, they've just got themselves back in the mixer and, and who knows what's going to happen for me. I they've honestly think that terrible. relegation battle will be almost exci- almost as exciting. It won't be as exciting, but it'll be almost ex- as exciting as that title race. I, yeah, I, I agree. worry for them because they, I'm just looking at their next three games. They've got Leicester, then they've got Liverpool, then they've got City, then they've got United. Sounds like That's 12 four. points to me. That, <laughs> <laughs> that is... I mean, listen, everyone boy. has to play everyone in this league and, and you never know... In any given day, like what mm. can happen? Because football, you can't really predict football. I right. can't see them getting any points against Liverpool, mm. City, or United. I can the way, the way Leicester are playing at the moment, they have to approach say, yeah. that Leicester yeah, game as the, the big one. Are they yeah, home yeah. or away against Leicester? They're away. Yeah, they'll probably lose. <laughs> like that. So if they get no points from those four games, uh, yeah, but yeah. then, uh, but then the likelihood is that exactly the likelihood is the teams around them are probably going to get no points. <laughs> and plus, games. like Christmas, like everyone thinks, like oh, you know, you go into Christmas time and you you play Boxing Day, you play whenever yeah. the 28th and then you play the first that, that's hard like yeah teams and like, drop we, points we like because we all support teams that you know are towards the upper end of the premier typically league, typically <laughs> whereas yeah. like like we forget like a lot of these teams here they're probably going to finish about six or seven wins all season yeah it's true and that's what they're going to be like trying to stay up with it's as well true. a lot of yeah. these teams like a draw away at a bigger massive. team is, is massive for them. Like, yeah. we do we can't expect them to go through those games and think they're all going to expect. All right, let's not get hammered in all of those games. You know, they're just gonna, they're, they're, their expectations, especially with Newcastle having just one. They're thinking if we can get a point in one of those games, yeah. then we're happy. You know, 
So the expectation is a lot lower as well. But Newcastle, like, I mean, a win is what they needed to be into that fact. Those fans, you know, we always talk about the owners as well. Yeah. Someone was going to go into a Saudi prison if they didn't win a game <laughs> too. So, so, so they had to win a game and that's and good you, they did. And obviously, well. like, going into January is massive because we all know what Newcastle can now do in January. So oh, they, listen, they're not going to do much. No, but... They're not. I know what, you're, I know what you keep saying, but... But they can stretch. But money yeah. talks. Yeah, no, it does. Especially with the teams around them. Like Norwich are going to go into January. What are yeah, Norwich going to do? that's true. That's They're going to hope for a, a few point. loans. Mm-hmm. But Newcastle could go out and spend 40 million on one player. It will be interesting to see what they do in January. Very, very interesting. Yeah. Because Burnley don't have money to spend. Oh, resting. We're Burnley like 19th or 18th. Yeah. They are 18th. They're all on 10 points. Yeah. I would, Newcastle have drawn I would seven games. I on the grave of Burnley. <laughs> 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 Newcastle have drawn seven games this season. Yeah, yeah, I know, but hopefully they keep them. All right, um, Southampton versus Brighton. This um, was an interesting game, you know, because um, those are two teams. Like when they play well, they're actually quite entertaining to watch. Yeah. They've got two good coaches. Although obviously Southampton have like been slapped a couple times in the last couple seasons as well, like embarrassingly. But I do actually like the coaches. Like they. They're good at improving players. Shea Adams has actually been very good for him. Yeah. Like he's been scoring a few goals, like even for club and country. And they started up front with Shea Adams just off of Brozier instead of Armstrong. And Brozier, what he did to was it Duffy the one for yeah. the goal? <laughs> that was ugly. That was not even, that was not PG. Oh what, he, what he did, what he, that was TV fourteen, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah, um, and then, then I like Brozier a lot because I, I mentioned him earlier in the season. Like he's he's a good, he's like six foot four. Yep. He's mobile. He's good technique technically, and he's not afraid as well. So there were a few chances he had early in the first half where he was just going through and shooting, and he wasn't being clinical as well. But then obviously he took his chance very well as well. And Chelsea rate him highly, you know. Yeah, no, like but I can't. I hope for him for his sake. Yeah, he, he stays at Southampton. No, because the thing is, at, in the summer. Uh, clubs came in to buy him and yeah. Chelsea were like, no, 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 no. Yeah. And so he signed a new contract and went on loan to, to sign. Yeah, him. well, I mean, he's he's probably he's probably going to go for a 20 to 30 mil, maybe. I think 30 plus, maybe, because Chelsea sell well and he's young mm. and he's probably, if he has a good season as well, especially his price tag would be higher. Yeah. But I think the, the point I want to make about this game is that that second, that Mopé goal, if I was a Southampton <laughs> fan, I'd be fuming at that because if you watch it, it was a set piece in the 98th minute, they have a free kick. Yeah. For no reason, Ward Prowse <laughs> runs onto the line. No, no, no. No. <laughs> no, no, wait. Did you see what happened before? What do you Carl mean? Walker Peters is oh, on God. the line. Yeah, but then the thing no, is. No, wait, wait, no. The goalkeeper goes, move, get out of the way, like, go. Oh, what is he yeah. doing? And then, and then Ward Prowse sees that and then goes on, on see, the that's, line. See, that's the error. Ward Prowse shouldn't have done that. Yeah, 100%. Ward Prowse shouldn't have done that. Because I think nowadays, yeah, teams are defending set pieces and they're trying to be too clever about it. Yeah. Like, the whole nonsense about lying under the wall and all that stuff. Firstly, that yeah, must I be. Don't get that it. must be. I get, I get what they're trying I to do. The that must yeah. be so. Yeah. Deep, that so <laughs> PSG made Messi do that once. I think it's on a rotor basis. Yeah, you can't. But the thing is, yeah, it, I would do that. I get the I get the understanding behind lying under the wall, but like the one, this one specifically, that would piss me off because if a t- if a guy in the ninety eighth minute curls it top bins, you, there's nothing you can do about it. That's your wall, yeah. and you jumped. Your wall is fine. Your wall is set, and he curls it to a beat. You can't do anything. But then what he tried to do, more proud be too clever, ran back on the line, and he played everyone <laughs> on side. So what happens is once you if you if you're on the line, no one's offside. Morpe can literally stand right in front of the goalkeeper. So what happened was Moda, the the the, the midfielder, he he shot into the wall. 
Then the ball comes back, he chips it into M- Mope, who's in so much space, and yeah. he's onside as well, so he's got easy finish. tapping. Yeah. Did you see um, Has- what Hasselhoek was saying about Alex McCarthy afterwards? Oh, no. Because I, I don't know if you lot have seen that Southampton signed uh, Willie Caballero on a short term. Oh, oh, I didn't well. see that. Um, I think it's like three months Breaking or news with Mark. <laughs> <laughs> this was yesterday or the day before. Oh. Um, They're just collecting goalkeepers who are shaking. So, no, so essentially, <laughs> Alex McCarthy uh, tweaked his hamstring about two minutes before that free kick, and thought he could play on till the end of the game and, mm-hmm. and he hasn't actually said so Hasselhoek was basically come out and said look I had one sub remaining I, I tend to leave a sub towards the end of the game in case someone gets injured and he said I thought a lot more of Alex McCarthy because I thought about I thought in that moment he would have signaled to me that he's not can't dive properly and I would have replaced him with a reserve it was literally to go. the 98th minute man so doesn't, doesn't it, what do you mean yeah, but you, he got so, injured but before. You're saying it's literally the, the 98th minute, but they can they still concede. Yeah, the I know. Goal. But I mean, the like, thing is that he's probably thinking, I don't have to move much if we can defend this free kick. I, I, I get that, but we've now we discovered that his line of thinking was wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it was a, it was an and extraordinary circumstance, and the goal doesn't happen if all passes are running on the line. No, but he's sti- still a fit goalkeeper might have dived and saved it. You don't know. Um, yeah, but yeah, so Southampton are really in the in terms of keepers, they're in the shit right now. They've got crazy um, well. a Willie Cap, a forty year old keeper who hasn't played for about a year, um, who's, who's going to have to step in literally for their next game because I don't know why McCarthy keeps playing. He's always shaky. Like every yeah. single game I see him, I think why well, you. That's are the thing with Southampton. They are from. Someone correct me if I'm wrong, but not, they haven't had that stable keeper for since Fraser Forster was lost. Since Fraser Forster, yeah, since he was lost, yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, they just crazy. not had a good goal. But yeah, I, I like Brighton, and I hope they keep doing well. Um, got a really good we coach as well, and, and and also they um we midweek as well. You see, Morpay, we were criticizing their strikers, and Morpay's got two and two now. Yeah, but quality goal against West Ham as well. The oh, your friend, game, but they still haven't. They're not winning. They create so much chances, but yeah, they're not winning. They but I mean, up. in this game, I don't think they were lucky to be honest. Yeah, no, Southampton had loads Southampton of chances. Brozier, yeah. uh, but let's move on to Liverpool versus Wolves. Um, yeah, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, Liverpool dominated the game. Probably should have won it by so much mm-hmm. more. I got. I do have to say, though, just before we get into obviously the the main talking point in the game, Wolves impressed me. Wolves were Wolves mm. were good both on and off the ball. Um, very quietly impressed by Wolves and I can see why a lot of people are impressed with Wolves under the new manager and, and that style of play that they're adopting Wolves for me gave us one of the biggest tests we've had in the league this season and I don't say that lightly they were really good it was a intimidating wow. atmosphere tough place to play um, quite literally they were putting their bodies on the line they really wanted yeah, it made it difficult made it very difficult for us um, so kudos to uh, Wolves for that and the last point I want to get across about Wolves is you see Out Nori, he Bullard. will be at a top club within two years. The, that guy there, Ooh, France, France under twenty one international, he's got so much so quality. He, said he put he put Salah in his pocket. He had um, no minus the jokes because you can't <laughs> you can't no, ask me a serious no question. no minus the jokes because you can't. Salah's been the best player in the league this season, so <laughs> whether he had him in his pocket or not is, a, is another. Oh, yeah, it's on. not debatable because I know you're going to Bernardo. <laughs> It's, I don't want to hear none of that. I was um, going to say Bernardo Silva. Well, then anything else you're going to say is weird. Because um, <laughs> they're, the they're, they're the two who are up there. Um, yeah, Out Nuri, he was so good. And he had to come off injured in the 91st minute. And our, our winner in the 94th comes from Salah side. driving at Keanu Hoover, ex-Liverpool. Wow, so um, really? He, that was, that's, some, that's some match fixing stuff there. He's <laughs> <laughs> an ex-Liverpool player. Oh. I mean, come on, for the final three minutes, uh, you got a right back playing left wing back. Um, and it kind of just, it, 
yeah, it was a shame for Wolves that out Nuri had to go off injured. He really impressed me. And like I said, he'll be, he will be at a top club because he was the one on the pitch who I thought, this guy's got it. What about that flipping goalkeeper, Mark? <laughs> what on earth was he doing for Jota's chance? He came out and fouled his own player. Yeah, but Jota should have done that's better. Like, that was Jota wrestling. He came out and did the Undertaker big boot The funny thing is, is that he was, he was actually half decent throughout the game. I don't know, not actually questioning you in, on that vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you watched the game, but he was pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, with the simple and the basics of what you want your keeper to be good at, he, he kind of had on smash that day. Yes, for that Jota chance. Which, you should have just put a bottom corner, man. Yeah, I don't know why he smashed Jota, it. I mean, Jota could have taken that. He potentially couldn't have even had the extra touches because it was on there for him to take it with his left foot and just yeah. slide it in before he's even taken those touches. Before like, they've got a chance to get back onto the line. And if we hadn't scored the late winner, I'd be so much more frustrated about that situation than I am now. That was on his birthday as well. So. Yeah. And against his Ooh. former club. And against his former like, club. They had the whole side of the goal open as well. So how that did you feel like watching match that, Mark? Did you feel confident <laughs> that you was going to get this one? The, the longer it stayed nil-nil... Mm the more inclined I was to think, actually, this is going to end nil-nil. So when it hit 80th minute or so, I mean, I had flashbacks of a couple of years ago when we would bag late winner after late winner after Mm. late winner. Don't get me wrong, I had faith. Mm. But like I said, Wolves were really impressing me and I was just thinking, we might not actually get that last chance, you know. I saw a tweet, someone said... um, Origi will score six goals in a season, but boy, you'll remember them. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's this true, guy. <laughs> it's true. Klopp, yeah, Klopp came out and said Liverpool legend. He is. You've got to think about some of the goals he oh. scored. The double against Barca, Champions League final. How many, how many people for Liverpool have scored in the Champions League final? So, of course, it's a legend. No, no, but I want. I just reminded myself of something that Klopp said um, in his post-match interview. You probably saw this. Uh, I just wanted to get your opinion on it. He said that Origi's one of the best finishers... Um, he's ever seen and that if he had a, a different manager who would play him he'd really? do really well yeah I, 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 I whoa that's a bit I think he's an amazing super sub and he's, he's that guy like, no I'll tell you what I think that is I think that's that, buying though. into a lazy narrative no 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 listen to what I'm saying, really what I'm saying. Think is- I think as a backup Striker is probably the perfect option, but there's a reason why he's not starting, is he? So no, well that reason is because well, he's behind I mean, the, the arguably the most formidable front three in world football for the well, past four well, years. Well, so why is Firmino? Well, why was why Jota came in and he's replaced Firmino? So why didn't Origi replace Correct. Firmino? Because Origi, I think Jota had a, a certain um, certain characteristics that actually fitted our attack a little bit more. Origi's probably not the the type of guy who could lead the line for Liverpool in terms of the way he plays. Correct, which is why he's better for us as a sub. But he could go to a number of teams in the Premier League and be their main man. No, yeah, he can do. That. But yeah. I don't. I can't see him score more than 13, 14 goals. Well, who, uh, you, who does? I don't have, know not many you... people do though. Yeah, not but many then, people do score then, more than I, thirteen or fourteen. In but a we've league. not seen him get a good run of games. I feel like. Yeah, he, he, you, like he we're, talking, we're, we're matching yeah. him against players like, for example. A Danny Ings or an Ollie Watkins will go and get you twelve or thirteen yeah. in a league season. You wouldn't say that's disappointing. I think I think they're better than him. I think he's I'm a not, great. Listen, I'm not. I'm not comparing. I'm just saying mm. in terms mm. of um, getting goals, they'll get. I I fully believe he would get similar to those two. I've just plucked those two out. I don't know why it was those two in particular. Um, but what, is he a player that likes to come off the bench? Or does I, I don't he think any player likes coming to, off the bench. I think. I think Origi. Does he want to leave under, Liverpool? Because I don't. But know he does, so he turned down Wolves last yeah. summer. Um, okay. because right. he, I mean, let's be honest, if you're going to leave Liverpool and leave one of the top mm. clubs, ideally you'd want it to be for another top club. Yeah. No one wants to take a step down. Let's yeah. be honest. That's um, true. but true. the time will come. He's still young. He's only 26 still. That's the time young. will come where he makes that step over to a, a decent ish club and he will do well. 100%. So, uh, yeah, I, I was going to ask you, well, 
I'll answer your question. I think Origi understands his role yeah. at Liverpool. Yeah. So, but I wanted to ask you, um, you mentioned Wolves. What team do you think would suit him or would be a good fit for him? A, a team... Lil. Lil. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, Lil. Okay. I think you'd stay in the Prem. Yeah, I was uh, going to say in the Prem. A team where... <laughs> A team where he can consistently get in behind and his midfielders will find him. Um, and the thing with Divock Origi is that... Down. Well, the thing with Divock Origi <laughs> is that that's not just his game. He can he can hold the ball up, as you've just quoted. It's a lot of He's there. a great finisher. Um, so, Brighton. Brighton create a lot of chances. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but again, it's that... It's again, it's, do you want to take that much of a step down? No. You don't think Arsenal? No, that's too much of a step down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, really? in, ter- in terms of the actual so winner, because I wanted to, Swansea City. I wanted to point this out. Abdi, stop running jokes, man. We, Isn't it, man? Because I, I can run jokes in the next game it's if true, you really it's true. want. It's true. It's true. Well, the, um, next, the next game is Watford versus City, so or the I'll, game I'll, after <laughs> that. The, the last game, I think, okay. actually, because you were the last game of the weekend. Um, <laughs> God, saving the best till last. All right, Abdi, you yeah, started it. That's man. all I'm saying. The Boy, listeners, the listeners have just listened to this forty minutes. Um, no, but let me let me just chat about the last goal because uh, I say the last goal, the, the only goal, goal. <laughs> the, the goal in the last minute, because um, that all came from Virgil Van Dijk, the oh, long diagonal ball, that. which he's oh. the best at. Uh, precision, Mo Salah's first touch was unbelievable, oh, disgusting. Um, and then My just to, to have the awareness to chop it back, that one touch for quality, quality, man. It's just it was the fact that it happened in the ninety fourth minute made it even sweeter. But the quality of that goal when the pressure was really on, you know, the refs mm. blowing up in a minute or two. Mm-hmm. That's what pleased me the well, most. I, I screamed for that you must goal mad. more than I've screamed for a goal this season. What was mm. it like having reliable players? In it, okay, man. We'll Please just tell us. Okay, we'll move on. Uh, speaking of reliable play- players, Watford played Man City. Um, and Do you know who's reliable in that game? Danny Rose. Oh, <laughs> he's reliable in the fact that Danny. he's going to show you why there needs to be like a minute silence for his career. <laughs> I, I, I was going to talk about Bernardo Silva, but oh, no. I see that, where you're, where you're so at. No, no, that guy's that guy career no, finished three years ago. Done, and he's man. actually been... He's done. I, I, if, if, if I haven't seen it, I think he must have come onto the pitch with Zimmer for him. <laughs> I probably haven't wow. seen it, bro. How the, is he still The funny thing is, is that when Ranieri come come in and dropped him straight yeah, away. Yeah, he's like, no. Nah. And then he, his left back got injured, didn't it? So Initially, <laughs> midway through the last so game, and he's, this, he's this back at square one. Piece of lard, bro. <laughs> he's so bad. Like, what was he doing for that first first goal? But uh, I think Sterling probably could have sprinted from his own penalty area and got there before him, bro. <laughs> when Foden crossed it in and he headed it in unmarked, and then the the, the, the second Bernardo goal. I oh think it is. Uh, I've seen a lot of bold strategies when it comes to defending, but defending Bernardo Silva when you're not looking is the boldest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're back to him, is a different thing, bro. So Bernardo he's Silva had so much time. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, no, you're right, Tanya. He's he's on fire. He's this is a guy that wanted to leave. Inform. He wanted to. I leave. bet you right now, Pep is counting himself. Very lucky. He's very thankful that that didn't happen yeah. because yeah. willing to I'm let him leave you. as well, isn't it? That's yeah, crazy. He, no, he was like. He it was, was going to happen. One, yeah. I think Atletico was the strongest rumor yeah. of them all. He said uh, no he to Arsenal. Arsenal as well. Yeah, he said no to us. Yeah, so I mean, just and now he's he's been his best player by yeah, far this crazy. season. It was interesting the way City played because uh, it was the first time I've seen Grealish play number ten. And I forgot about Grealish. Honestly, no. I forgot about. Oh, I've got something to say that actually I think will make you happy. What's that? There's a case to say right that City. <laughs> 
I, I, tell me if I'm being crazy here. There is a case to say that City are playing better football without KDB. It's true. I said that last yeah. season as well. Because if you think about it, then your usual midfield three for most of last season was <clears throat> Rodri at the base, Bernardo playing centre mid as an advanced eight, and Gundogan, and Gundogan and who was scoring loads of goals. It was when Kevin De Bruyne came back in that it, it was like it was getting a bit more shaky for them. And you got in the front three, there's obviously got you got like a lot of players who aren't really wingers or strikers playing. Yeah. So where does he fit back into his team? Like, yeah. And the fluidity as well, because I was trying to see, I was like, is Grealish playing 10? And then there was times that Foden was coming out into 10, Grealish was going to the left, Sterling was moving about right, left. And it was very fluid with those front three, Foden, Sterling, Grealish, Bernardo. It's true. And mm-hmm. I was just like, where does where does um, Seb Larson fit? And it just doesn't make sense <laughs> to me. Like, you had to get that one in. You've got yeah. to say as well, um, credit to Raheem Sterling for forcing his way back into the yeah. team. Now, I know mm-hmm. it kind of came... He got his place back in the team through injuries, but actually what he's done with his performances since then yeah. is keep his place in I the mean, team. You, so you, credit to him for you that. You can be brought in because of injuries, but you've got to keep your place. You've I, got think, to play. I think he's the best option They've got for like 24 nine. wingers, yeah. so like... For yeah. a false nine, I think he's the best option. Like mm. Because it's, like, I remember I remember it specifically when it was against Liverpool in the 2-2 draw. Uh, who was playing? It was uh, De Bruyne who was playing false nine, and he stunk it out. And then... F- I was just like, the Bruyne, he likes to come to the ball and he wants to have the ball, like, you know, at his feet. So he's not good in terms of running and occupying the centre-backs. And when Sterling came on, that's when there was a little bit more hesitancy for Matip and Van Dijk to be pushing up a little bit more. So when you've got Sterling, someone who's great off the ball, he's always a goal threat. Obviously, he's not, you know, when he gets on the ball and he's dribbling, he's that's when he's most at his um, most vulnerable in terms of losing the ball. But when you've got a guy who's just a threat right he can pull out right left and you know you've got some of the best passes in the league in that team mm. so you know he can just be a threat in the box so and you know his finish is a bit inconsistent but you know um he's definitely see, the, the frequency and chances he gets you know he's going to score loads of goals i thought it was interesting I, I saw grealish more as a false nine yeah that's the fluidity of this game yeah isn't it? so it looked like and uh Grealish had a lot of chances. He was desperate to score. Mm. Oh yeah, the goalkeeper was making. They should have been like fiving up in the first yeah, half. The goalkeeper, was, what for goalkeeper was making loads of saves. Um, which goal was better, Bernardo's goal against Watford or Bernardo's goal against Villa? Ooh, no, that Villa goal was outrageous. Villa I'd have to say the Villa one. It was in. It wasn't just the finish. It was the, choice, the whole place, like <laughs> the whole play, like the way they played out of the back, and you know, bloody old. Right wing Gabriel Jesus is a different <laughs> guy, man. He's got six assists this season, you know. I know. Your so, boy. That, that's yeah. why he originated as a winger, though, right? Or is that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He said that in his um. In his oh yeah, when he said, "Sometimes I play wing, sometimes I play yeah. up front, sometimes I'm good." Som- <laughs> sometimes <laughs> yeah, his, I don't know. Said nothing in his press um, conference. I think I think City. The one disappointment City will take is just conceding that needless. Yeah. The needless goal and and yeah. not coming away from that game with a clean sheet. The guy that's did the well though. Thing, though like, he came back off the post and then he went. Of course, hundred yeah. percent. But I think when you're, I think that's what dis, that that is what will disappoint them the yeah. most by far. Just coming away having conceded a goal, and they were three 0 up after seventy minutes, and that would have been Edison's one hundredth clean sheet for Man City. Wow. Yeah, I mean that's the underrated aspect of Man City. You know, like when they went on that massive run last season, a lot of clean sheets as well, and also, mm-hmm. you know, the season where you lot finished second to them by one point. Towards the end of the season, I think they conceded like four goals in the last yeah. 15 yeah. I'm pretty sure they won yeah. their final like 17 games one in a row yeah, or one something one. like yeah. that. Yeah. Wait, when like, do they play Liverpool again? When do they play you? Uh, uh, it's already out. We've got, yeah, it'll probably be like Feb, March time yeah, as a guess. I think we got Chelsea before we got City. Mm. Mm. It'll be interesting. 
The next game, uh, Leeds versus Brentford. It was a bit of... Um, entertaining one. Entertaining that one, was yeah. actually, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think any game that I get to watch Rafinha is a good... Like, oh, I just love this guy, I need him at Spurs. I'm sorry. Or he needs to go to, he needs to, go to a top club. He, this this, this, this so will be his last season that needs to have Honestly, how much he's do you think he'll go for? going to be a lot. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. He's he'll so decisive on the ball. Like, he's so good, honestly. I don't think he'll have that English tax, but I, I do think he will be 60-odd. Million, I really do. Ages, Mate, ages on his side. Take Bergwijn, um, please. Like, We're trying to get rid of him. Bring Rafinha to the lane, please. You're, you're, you're disrespectful. <laughs> to who? Bergwijn. Well, to, no, to, to football. To swap <laughs> Rafinha for Bergwijn. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit peak, isn't it? That's like having Freya Roche and say, "Here, have my spit." <laughs> oh my! <laughs> I thought you was gonna name some man. You could have said like um uh what's that horrible one? The the Turkish delight. Bounty. Bounty. But yeah. Bounty's not that bad. Don't hate on bounty. Turkish delight, I would have I would have been with you on that one. Because he don't like coconut, that's why. Hate on You're not a serious guy. No, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't ready for that, but it's talk about chocolate rather than Bergvine. I love watching Rafinha play. He scored a decisive penalty in midweek against Palace and then he got the assist two assists Ball no no he didn't because it, it ricocheted off someone mm. but he's involved who in scored the first goal I don't remember um, Roberts Roberts, Roberts yeah. um, Rafinha assist yeah but Rafinha I love you with Rafinha he's he's firmly worked his way in as a mainstay in the Brazilian squad what, what is like where is he in terms of breaking into that 11 for Brazil I think it, it's close because He's older than the young ones coming in, like Anthony, who's at um, Ajax. Ajax, and you've got uh, Neres, who's also at Ajax. You've got Vinicius, Vinicius Jr. and yeah, um, Rodrigo at Real Madrid. So he's older than them. So and he's probably better than what we're current. Like we're playing with Richarlison um, out wide. Gary <laughs> um, Jesus mm-hmm. as well. So I think he he offers us so much, and particularly th- that. I, th- I don't think any of the players, correct me if I'm wrong, Anthony, Vinicius, etc. They're all right-footed, right? No, no, no. Anthony's is similar to well, the so Salah. Right, 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 no, he is. No, he that's is. what I'm saying. He's, he's worked himself into yeah. being a mainstay right. in that and, squad. And he, and he played both games um, over the, the last international break. Um, what I want to see is the coach trust him more and just... Because I think... The problem is that we don't have a, a good striker, but I'd I'd like to see Neymar, Rafinha, and like a good striker. Up. Oh, Vinicius has been amazing this season, so he has to play. Who? Vinicius. Vinicius. Junior. Yeah, 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 Vinicius yeah. Junior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why? Junior looked at you like yeah. what? he was like he was like I don't compete unless yeah. say Junior. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. I'm oh, sorry, I was talking about Vinicius Senior. <laughs> sorry, I, I, I didn't I didn't know who you were talking about. <laughs> yeah, um, um, uh, but yeah. Uh, did you see for who was it? Was it his name Baptiste who scored for Brentford? Yeah, when he scored, yeah, that was a good finish. Some a, a, a lead player was in his way, yeah, and he pushed him, bruv. That's me, <laughs> I'm locking down the whole stadium. Bro. Oh, that, that reminds this, me, we're of... having a, a, a 22 man brawl, bruv. <laughs> on the pitch. Yeah. I will run after you and punch you in the face. Bro. <laughs> that was a good finish, um, though. That reminds me of not to bring it back to the Chelsea West Ham game, but I forgot to mention it. The anyone see Reese James try and put Lanzini off for the pen? Oh yeah, Ooh. Lanzini went round back Lanzini, in. Lanzini, yeah, when yeah, he was yeah. Lanzini just went up in my estimation. Give him a bump yeah. in the shoulder. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's my Kio vibes. That would have been that would yeah. That's that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Lanz- Lanzini was like rest in piss, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you love that saying. But yeah, you do. But what I mean, what a return for Patrick Bamford from injury. Yeah. Yeah, he loves Scoring that. Scoring in the ninety-sixth minute. Mm. Yeah. There's two games they've got to go in the last minute, so yeah. 
big points for Leeds as well big. because they're not exactly sitting comfy this season. Did you see what Rafinha did? So they were they were saying stuff behind him when he took the corner. So he takes the corner <laughs> and he turns around and he starts going, giving it this, <laughs> the badge. He just goes Love crazy. It. Meanwhile, you see Bamford throwing his shirt on the other <laughs> side of the pitch. He looked like there was a still shot. He looked like a gazelle or something. Yeah. Like, where he's, he's a proper it was still posted yeah. on a... On yeah. a um, but they did get... Phillips got injured as well. So that's something. Yeah, oh that's no. Is it a serious but, injury? But, oh, well, don't oh, we don't know. But, I'm, not, um, I'm not part of the Leeds medical staff. <laughs> but they got, ba- they got Bamford. I'll let you know once we get an update of this scan. This is not a serious podcast. <laughs> we got they got Bamford and Ailing back as well. So, um, so I think yeah, if there's a, they're gonna have any success this season, then they need they need to keep. Well, I mean, in terms of surviving, you need to have They'll Bamford, survive. you need to have Rafinha, you need to have Phillips, you need to have Ailing fit and Melier obviously as well. I think those are the most important players for them. Mm. Yeah, they won't go down though. Um, Cause it's difficult just watching Daniel oh, James running up and down the wing for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, week in, week out, we have to mention Daniel James. Like yeah, I will, I will until he's out of the Premier League. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Next game up: Man United versus Palace. Uh, Ragnarok's uh, that's what people were calling him. <laughs> Is on, that what on they called it? Yeah, oh Ragnarok. Uh, Ragnik, or however you say his name. Um, that was his first time in charge of Man United. Um, they beat Arsenal in midweek, and so this was his first time taking charge and against Palace. And Mark raised a, a interesting point last week about Palace um, yeah. dropping a lot of points and just sliding down the league. It's another one um, against Man United. It was nil nil for a long time, and then Fred out of the blue. Fred has been amazing in the last four games. Yeah, yes. If you think about it, Villarreal game, he's the one who pressured the defender yeah. for yeah. Ronaldo's goal against Chelsea. Very good. Yeah. Really good performance. Mm. For some reason, they gave McTominay man the match when he, you know, Fred was doing all his day work. <laughs> got got an assist and won the penalty against Arsenal. Yeah, he was a bit up and down now. Scored this he game. tried to take the hair out. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, he did that. But it means generally his performance was very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And in this game as well, like literally, he was the only one really who was the spark. Really, I thought Man United they generally were better. I have to admit, those fullbacks have been amazing recently. Like Dallo and Tellers, mm. yeah. Dallo in particular. I've always liked. I've always Dallo, seen Dallo yeah. has potential in. This, 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 Specifically attacking wise, he can be given a bad day as we saw in like the Villarreal game and Atalanta game. He was a bit shocking, but I mean, obviously Mark's not a big fan of Wan Bissaka, um, whereas Tanya is. You I know, was, so, I so, was. so it's it's <laughs> it. And like Wan Bissaka, he got injured, didn't he? So he didn't play against Arsenal. Dallo's been in there, got an, got an assist this game, and he got an assist. Well, I mean, he's he was vital for one of the goals against Arsenal. So well, I've got to say, I'm I was gonna, there, there were rumours when Solskjaer was very close to the sack that. A lot of squad members weren't happy with, you know, there there were certain positions mm. where Solskjaer would say, "I'm not changing this up." And yeah. one of those positions was fullback. Wambasaka and sure. Luke Shaw, if they were fit, they played. Mm. And what this shows now is actually Solskjaer had to take, should have taken a bit more of a risk and yeah, he and didn't rotate enough. Didn't rotate enough, but it's not even that. Wamb- like I say about Wambasaka, you're going to get a decent defensive display. Again, I still think his defensive aspects are overrated, other than his one v one. Um, mm. All of his defensive set. highlights are against Sterling, but, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you see what Dalot's uh, offering yeah. United, both attacking wise and defensively. Where where was that chance? And that that's again part. I must but be part of the same for Tellez as well. I think Tellez, like whenever he's played in Champions League, I thought he's been quite. Of course, let's be honest. Luke Shaw this season has been pants. has been pa- pants. Yeah, he's not been good enough. So yeah, mm. I mean the common thread here, no pun intended, <laughs> is Ollie. <laughs> 
Yeah, but Man United yeah. fans were going a bit overboard. Like, you would think it was the second coming of uh, Fergie, bro. <laughs> I know. 1 <laughs> 0 against Palace, who Palace, are you misses from a centimeter just before yeah, they scored the goal? Literally. literally. Just before they so it's just the like, all right, you calm down. You thought that Ragnik is like this amazing well, manager. Been seen on the like, man, oh my man, God, we're, we're, we're passing pressing, through we're midfield pressing. now. Oh my God. Man, like, man's come from Spartak Moscow. Like, no one's after him. That's the thing. Mm. I'm not. Obviously, it's very early days, but. I don't know about this manager. I don't know. No, I, it's too I, early to, to question. Especially yeah. after they um, won a game. <laughs> and, and, and with his history in the game, I, well, I don't think I don't think you can I don't think you can question him. Mm. But yeah. time will tell. It's a new league. It's a new experience for him. But what I will say, I sent this into the group chat. Boy, United fans are starving. Yeah. yeah. Like why? I saw a picture of. <laughs> Just United in, in formation. Someone took a still shot, right? They played four two. They played four triple two. Fred had a bit of license to roam, and someone took a uh, screenshot. A screenshot and was like, "I'd be afraid if you were our rivals." <laughs> it's like, bro, you, all you've have, done is just taken shame, a, like yeah. your players are just on the I'd pitch in afraid. their positions. I saw loads of tweets that saying, "Oh, I've never seen our team press this way." I'm like, "Bro, you're playing Palace. Relax." In it. They've got a lot of work to do, but they've got a very easy run of fixtures. I think Mark shared it in the, have, in the group. So you have to say they're going to work their way back yeah. up it's annoying. that table. They've got loads of good, easy run of fixtures and now Ronaldo's just going to be eating, isn't he? <laughs> oh, yeah, in the buds. How many, how many he, 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 oh yeah, what a great performance. He, he, he yeah, he yeah, he about his performance. He touched the ball twice. Guys. He tapped it in and scored the penalty. Oh, that's what and you all of a sudden, everyone in the stadium goes, <laughs> 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 that was the most Two touches, thing, well done. Okay, don't, don't lie, you were suing. Well done, 800,000 pound a week, two touches. And my man has two touches a game. But doesn't put them in the back of the net. Well done. I started Mark just there. Good point. What are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, no, I like that. Why are you Slowly doing a fade it out, man. Slowly fade that out. No, 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 no cahooting over here. <laughs> right. Okay, so I've got to press it again. Yeah. Right, How about you just off. don't press it <laughs> and we talk? No, I'm. Um, anyway. Okay. The next game. Can I just firstly say what is wrong with um, Vieira and the fact that he just won't play? Um, boy's name. Elise. Elise. Boy's. Mm. He's quality, and every time he's played, he's actually got goals and assists. Yeah, and one but thing that you noticed, keeps playing in the front three. I don't yeah. One thing that I've noticed you, as well man? is that he's, for some reason, like first half of this what we've had so far in this season, Conor Gallagher was really one of Palace's main attacking threats, mm. and actually in the past month or six weeks, he's dropped him back, back yeah, yeah. into centre mid, yeah, and it's kind of like the good thing though is that they got Eze back now. He's fit again, so yeah. Well, they're gonna. I think that's yeah, they're why they have a lot of options there, and and it's gonna have to be. You know, maybe Zaha up top, Eze oh, on the right. Well, and, Edward and maybe as well. Edward, well, that's what I'm saying. They're, they've got options now and yeah. how he's going to play it, who knows? I hope their form improves, man. I, I want to see Vieira do well, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Millwall in the cup, though. That's a very Ooh. spicy Palace Millwall. is very interesting. Yeah. I think it would be worse if it was West Ham Millwall. I think they'd have to get oh, the army. Oh, of course. The last, to get military the last saying time that as if it's like some unknown fact. Mm-hmm. That would have been... The last time they played in the League Cup, yeah, Millwall fans were ripping the chairs out of the stadium. Yeah, but Millwall fans are like that. I imagine they're no, but like, like, at, at, the fl- at the flipping... Um, the food area, bro. They're all ripping burgers out of each other's mouth. <laughs> Not give it to me. It's just like a bunch of dogs, bro. Oh, okay. Allegedly. Um, Sorry, it's a Millwall fan. That was, that was, that was Mark. That was Mark. Just Abdi. Yeah, if you're just a Millwall fan. Um, DMS will give you his address. Um, Correct. <laughs> the next game. 
Uh, can I just start on the topic of DMs? Were you saying have you received any support <laughs> of DMs yet? <laughs> nothing. I give None. up, bro. Not even anything. Elijah. He made an appeal to Elijah, and he has got nothing. I'm, I'm not sad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were my boy Elijah, but it's, it's sad, so. all right. Um, finally, we can move on to Spurs versus Norwich. What's oh, that next one? Yeah. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah. No. It was a. It was a good win for us. Yeah. No. <laughs> um. <laughs> Norwich did dominate us in the early parts of the game. They had like a chance in the first half. I was a little bit worried. Lloris had to make a save. But brilliant goal from Lucas Moore. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Seen it. The guy doesn't do Absolute it enough. Banger. But what a belt of a goal that was. And Brilliant goal by who? Lucas, Lucas Moura. Oh, okay. um, how do you feel about that, Junior? You know, one, one goal a season. Listen, I agree with Junior. He, he doesn't do it enough for me. He doesn't do it enough. Um, Thank you, Tanya. But well, he's done it in his last one game. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> so I think you got to give him. I think he, you got to give him credit. But I actually think he that. he's played really well this season. So do you rate Walcott highly? I don't, what's Walcott got to do with it, this at all? So the game between Spurs no, and no. Norwich. Lucas Mora. Lucas Mora does Brazilian exactly Walcott. what Lucas uh, what Walcott used to do. Interesting. So do you rate him highly? Do I rate Lucas Mora highly? No, no. Theo Walcott. What's Theo Walcott got to do with them? I've already explained. Okay. Anyway, he's about on. the same ratio of Let's goals. As, oh, as can Luke I ask Moore. you, Tanya? Yeah, you still would you still take Lucas Moura over Pepe? <laughs> would you take Pepe over Moura? Pepe hasn't really been playing much this season. Oh, come on, man. No, I'm I, I'd say uh, you can't get away with it. You didn't even <laughs> answer the question. Uh, this is a yes or, he, or no. He didn't answer my question. Okay, I would take Moura, but I don't think there's much in it between them two. I think they're both very frustrating players and inconsistent, but I think they both have very good. I qualities. think Conte would kill Pepe on the training ground. <laughs> You think? I don't know. If he's stop falling Pepe, over, yeah, Pepe can't Luke, even get in yeah, over Enketia. Lucas Moura does uh, this uh, all the time. Like he'll run through blind alleys and and not score goals. Like he doesn't do it enough. He's very inconsistent for me. But on the game, we were much better in the second half because I don't actually think we're playing perfect. But second half, also I have to say Ben Davis. Yeah, I tweeted it. I think I think he's come back, guys. Honestly, where was Conte, he before? Well, so, it's, in, yeah, it's like Jamie O'Hara when he says Spurs are back. Back from where? <laughs> no, honestly, <laughs> Davis, yeah, he's just been incredible. Where um, was he playing? On the left of a back three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's what happens when you're an average left back and they put you right Mate, left he side was, um, back. You can actually be quite good. <laughs> he was. He played Luke a part played in, the, in the third goal, yeah. passed, passed it over to, to Son. One, two. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, Didn't he score it's against it's um, Brentford? Yeah, he did, he did, yeah. So he's in a good form. Oh yeah, it wasn't it was a goal. Oh, we'll give it to him though. We'll give yeah, it, it to him. No, no, we, um, no. Sanchez scored a goal. I mean, yeah, like Norwich have some shame, bro. Do you see that celebration? It, it was. Eric Dyer went to me because don't touch me. <laughs> but I do want to yeah. give as well Oliver Skip some credit. You've criticised him in this podcast before. I honestly think he's a very good young <laughs> up and coming English talent, and I think he will at Conte, some point. Conte gave him a speak? backhanded compliment. Go on, continue. You go on. never let me speak. Every time we speak sorry. about Spurs, you never let me speak. Go on, really sorry, annoying. go on, speak. Um, I I honestly think he will start for England at some point in the future. I think he's quality, and I think having Conte as manager is perfect for him. And I also think he'll be a captain as well. He's played well, absolutely. So you're gonna let her get away with that. 
Yeah, what? She said she thinks Skip could start for England. No, no. at some point. No, yeah. no, sorry. No, nah, he will. He you don't have the facilities will. for that big man. No, nah, he definitely. Conte does. said to him, yeah, he was like, he'll be better he if he passes improve. straight and he runs and he and he, and he No, he <laughs> needs to improve, but I think better everything in his life. Gone. Do you know how to get it? Honestly, you need, you you finish nah, your point, and when I start speaking, you jump. <laughs> you go, I'm not letting me speak. <laughs> it was a good win for Spurs. Um, there's still a lot of improvements that we need to make. I still don't want to get too carried away because we've played Norwich, we've played Brentford. These are teams we should be beating. But mm-hmm. I do think we're playing a lot better under Conte. We've only conceded one goal in four games, which is good, promising, considering Romero's out. I'm just worried about this COVID outbreak that we've mm-hmm. got at the moment. Six players, first team players out, and we've got a big game on Thursday against Rennes. If we lose that game, oh, yeah. we're out. I so, about that. Uh, if you... Honestly, I, 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 Abdi, maybe they're Abdi. I don't know you both feast, but Abdi will feast, bro. <laughs> if you enter this competition honestly. for the first time in history, the, the BTEC competition essentially, I'd have to just come and here and wear a bag. Like, <laughs> I, I honestly would. I, I don't think I could show my face, bro. That'd Genuinely. be funny. You should wear a bally, even though we know exactly what you're doing. No, but we won't see the shame. I, I, won't, face. I won't be able to. Uh, but you're at deal home, though. That. You're at home, though. Yeah, yeah, but no, we've got our first, te- our, like six first teamers are out. It's oh, a big yeah, game. We have true. to win. I, I wanted to ask I mean, you about. Big game is an overstretch, man. It's the it Europa Conference. Game. It is. Yeah, we'll go out. A for, for a team that they haven't won a trophy. Don't in get me wrong. I feel like the Conference League, for me, even if we win it, people will laugh. Like it's not, it's kind of But you have like, to win it though. You should we win do it have with, to win it. Even if Conte plays centre mid, then you should win. Because it's the Conference League. It's like... Well, we could be good, could we? No, I'm so. sorry, I'm sorry. I, I completely disagree with all you guys. You can't come here and say the Conference League is a big game, bro. No, but what I'm <laughs> saying... Big game. This what I'm saying game is, happens at 2pm on a Thursday, bro. If we win this competition and I celebrate, you look, you man will laugh. You'll be like, really? Celebrate. You're celebrating yeah. the Conference League? But what are you doing league? at 2pm on a Thursday? It's true, though. It's true. You're absolutely right. Yeah. No, it's listen. It's true. Training. Tanya, <laughs> if you win the Carabao Cup, if you win the Europa Conference League and you celebrate... You're doing what you should do. No, no, no. Yeah, the Carabao true. Cup is on a different level than the Conference League. No, but what yeah, I'm saying is... I would rather win no, the Carabao Cup. I'm not yeah, lie. whatever. <laughs> but if you win the Europa Conference League... No, I'll celebrate. You should, you I'll need be to celebrate. No, uh, no. That's yes. not a proper trophy. Yes, uh, honestly, I think... Well, you don't celebrate the Community Shield. Is that That's exactly the thing. Don't, shake, don't celebrate the Community Shield. It's true. No, but I, I think once that gets down to the final eight, I honestly think the quality in that tournament will be of a decently high level. Yeah, because I apparently... Decently high. The, the best League. team in there is Tottenham. Yeah, but the Europa League teams, like I think Napoli could drop They're gonna, into People it. are going to drop down. They'll it's, drop down like it's not... It's the same as the Champions League Roma third place dropping yeah, to... Yeah, Roma. I can't... It's not the same as the Champions League. I'm begging for Roma no. versus Spurs. Oh, I'd love it. Roma Box versus Spurs. Yeah. Box office. Marine, well, you have, to, you have to qualify first. Just well, yeah, yeah, that's true. Just quickly, Tanya, because... What have we got? One more game after this? Genuine question. Have we got two? Are you starting to see... A, st- uh, a stylistic change in the way you're playing or is it too soon? No, I think I think we are. We're, we're definitely creating more chances and that was something we weren't doing at all under Nuno. So I'm happy with that. I just think there are a lot of improvements quality-wise in this team. I think January transfer window couldn't come quick enough. Would I still you, question us defensively. You say field. that though, but do you... Oh, you will invest. It would have been a promise of... It must have, no, I'm I don't think Conte would. I don't think Conte would have signed that dotted line if there wasn't no, funds. I'm hearing a lot that he's leave you be like, I cross my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, look, it remains to yeah, be seen. That's like thought. <laughs> Listen, we've got a top manager. Yeah, you've you got do. Co-boy. He's a quality so, coach. He's, he's oh co- my god, it started. I have to hold that one. No, no, I can't take this guy, bro. He's a quality coach. 
and he's doing really well. Obviously, he was three easy games, really. So, like mm. Leeds, Brentford, and Norwich. You should win those games. All home as well. He did yeah. come in and say this was yeah, this is probably the biggest challenge of his Conor whole Rio. career. So I love that. I love to hear that. We'll it see. Absolutely yeah, is. we'll see how it goes. All yeah, right. Villa versus but, but let's, don't forget, like Junior said, you did lose Listen, to Listen, let's skin move disease. on to Arsenal. I can't wait. I'm going to smoke <laughs> you. I'm going to absolutely smoke you. Yeah, that's true. Wait, Villa versus Leicester. Uh, Conta. Two goals. Uh, oh, yeah, I'll yeah, be yeah. honest, the, the, he was very he lucky to get that first goal. He literally skimmed his yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it touched him. It, I'm, I'm not taking it away from him. Um, <laughs> he's a Spurs fan, he should play for us. Yeah, what, well, a Villa? He's Impressive. a Spurs fan. Yeah, Conta, yeah. Oh, that's deep. I want him to come Arsenal. <laughs> no, he's not coming Arsenal, mate. Um, go on, let's, let's stay on the game. No yes. more tangents. Um, I thought it was a very good second half performance from Villa, improved from the first half. I thought Leicester dropped off massively mm. from... Even like uh, their attacking play, they yeah, were at Villa's throat and they were playing really well. And then all of a sudden, like the game we're going to talk about in a bit, they just dropped off. And then mm. it was just kind of like inviting Villa to, to come at them. And Do we think that's a coaching issue then? Do you think Rodgers has to take some accountability? I, for how I actually think, I think it's a confidence thing with Leicester because I mm, think they, they've been yeah. defensively really bad. The commentator before the goal said, Oh, um, Villa have a corner. This is as good as a, a goal. And then he they scored. literally did say that. And they and scored then they from scored. that exact And I was corner. just like, they must be absolutely petrified of corners, of conceding a corner. So yeah. I think it's a confidence thing. I think they can't, they're in the game and they're like, we're mm. going to lose. It has to be, a, there's an element of it being cold. Yeah, honestly, I really, yeah. I, I like Brendan Rodgers, um, but to me, it looks like it's just gone a bit stale over there. The amount of goals they're leaking is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Like two goals it's, not, it's not sustainable. Do you think it's he'll not get sacked? Like in the last three games, Watford conceded two goals against Watford, conceded two goals against Southampton, conceded two goals in this game as well. And they were leading as well. So they're just I, thought, I thought they were doing really well. Well, I mean, their form has improved <laughs> before this game. So um, <laughs> and and you, let's they, remember they, as well, they, if they lose to Napoli, they're out of the Europa, yeah. Europa League. I thought, I thought they were doing really yeah, well not, in the Europa League. No, well, I mean, it's tight, isn't it? And they drew against Napoli as well in their previous game. So, I mean... It's just it's a bit is too much of an up and down season. I was in this game. I, to be fair, I enjoyed this game. It was actually it was it was quite good. There was a lot of decent talent. It was on great. Game. It was there was two. Game. There's there's a few really good young players on display in this game. May, namely, every time I watch him, Jacob Ramsey just impresses oh, me. Oh yeah, man. he's so good. He's man. got quality goal against Arsenal. He should have got a goal in this game as well. And he what I like oh, about yeah, him is he's that. he's he's really tough in mentally because he. The guy doesn't care. Even if there's someone in a different in a uh, position where he could pass to them and guarantee a goal, he'll still go for goal. And he and um, just I like he's brave in, in when he's on on the ball. He's always driving forward as well. The other player as well that really impressed me was for Leicester, Drewsbury Hall. Yeah, yeah. No, none of, no more of this. Yeah. None of, no more of this KDB. It's KDH now, isn't it? Kean and Drewsbury <laughs> Hall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was. I think. I, I do think. Well, one of the reasons early on when you were saying um, it's a confidence issue. I do think. Although I've you know I've had an agenda against him, but they're missing Tiedemann quite a bit because wow. Indeedy has just been a shambles this season. Yeah, yeah. And I said is... previously said before like Indeedy's yeah. holding Tiedemann's hands. It's the other way around this season as well because Indeedy's been poor for most of the season. But Drewsbury Hall came in and it was like he 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 was demanding the ball always and he was trying to keep the ball high up and he's playing against three midfielders who two of them are really good McGinn and Douglas Louise and Nakamba this uh, in since Gerald's come in has been quality. Like he was um, he was fantastic in this game, so it was a tough task. But for him, what I like about Jusby Hall is that the fact that he's always trying to drive forward and receiving the ball in positions where he can get pressed. Mm. And just quickly to add to that, he 
he he's not shy to get involved. Yeah. He, he won't shirk from a tackle. Yeah. That was the other side of his game that impressed me quite a lot, yeah. actually, is that he was really keen to get involved in the nitty-gritty. When the game was in the balance, yeah. he was fighting. So to someone like that, though, McGinn, my God, McGinn is an absolute machine, He's bro. an animal. I, I'm watching that game and I'm thinking, why is McGinn playing at Aston Villa and McTominay plays for Man United? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Yeah, uh, so... Sorry, Junior's just <laughs> giving me silence. a charger. <laughs> um, so let's talk about the a big incident in the game, which was um, Ramsey's disallowed goal. What do you guys? What do you guys make of it? Do you think it? it I thought it should have stood because he didn't have two hands on the ball with one hand, and the only thing he had. What under is there control. a rule in place if you have one hand? It's a goal. Well, growing up, I always thought that was it was two hands he had to have. On right. The they they read the rule out, but it was a bit complicated because yeah, it's just literally it's. Oh, it's such a weird rule. So, technically, abiding by the laws of the game, that's a foul. Mm-hmm. But realistically, there's no chance that's a foul. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know if that is, if that point if I've got that point across yeah, yeah. properly. But um, essentially, if the keeper's got a hand, a singular hand, it is now. It's all written up in the rule book. Um, he's deemed whether he's got his hand on the ball for zero point two seconds or he's got his hand on the ball for three seconds. He's deemed to be in control of that. So. Technically, they were right to rule it out. It's but softer. I, I, I'm of the opinion that it should have been a goal for Villa, but yeah. I think it's technically the ref got that right. I think it's because Schmeichel was just on the on the ground crying. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he, he, he didn't even get he he was out here holding his ribs. Yeah, I was thinking, he, he, like, he literally he didn't <laughs> even touch your me, hand. It reminded me so much of that one time that Suarez bit someone and, and didn't know where to <laughs> claim that he was hurt, so he started limping then he held his gut and then he held his mouth no, the and then the one. mouth was too much evidence he's like i've got to hold my arm now he's <laughs> just like so no, that's the best one like when he bit the guy and he, and he started holding his teeth claiming something so he's like oh no i can't this is where this is where i did the crime in it move so it's just like schmeichel in the same he didn't know where to hold he was holding his ribs and he's like oh no but it was my handy kick oh let me yeah it's just, it's just like but um i thought villa deserved the win yeah Two i was gonna say, I was gonna say what, what do you guys um make of like steven gerrard's start as um Villa manager. Yeah. So what was that? Four games now. Only defeat was against City. Three City. wins and four. Yeah. Yeah. And Impressive. they were really good in the second half, second half against City. So yeah, they were. I'm, I'm mm. impressed. And, and I wanted to do kind of tough teams really. Like he hasn't been easy because yeah. then they played. They've had to play Brighton. Did they play Brighton? I can't remember. Yeah, they played Brighton. They Palace, played. Maybe. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah Brighton, Palace, Palace away, yeah. Man City, and now Leicester. So it's not been an easy yeah. start, no. is it? So and he's come in and stamped his authority on that team. He's similar to how he set up at Rangers in the four-three-three. Uh, three centre mids are quite narrow. Three attackers will press. Fullbacks will get into the game a lot more than uh, maybe previously at Villa. Um, it's impressive to me that he's already kind of stamped oh, in the way that he wants to play. Him, aren't you? I, that's my it's guy. Good, man. That's your guy, isn't it? <laughs> that's my footballing hero from young. He'll be the player that long. Oh, little cutie. I must say, I must say quality performance from Ashley Young. Yeah. He stepped in very good performance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's not like um who's who's the other L- Danny Rose in it? <laughs> you know like Danny Rose expired. <laughs> Ashley Young's still got a thing of You know Ashley in. Young is um he's he's either thirty seven or very close to being thirty seven. Yeah, no. yeah and he's he's still out here. I think he come on against Palace and changed the game for Villa. Um and then filled in at left back yeah, and target got injured, um, so he's played filled in at left back against Leicester. Leicester, obviously, and just played as it was if Target wasn't even injured. I think he must be third or fourth oldest player in the Premier League. 
Because I know Ben Foster's the oldest, and then Thiago he goes Silva. Thiago Silva. I think Fabianski's up there, and then Asiya. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, good signing from Villa in the end, though, it's turned out to be in terms of just having that player who's happy to fill in and can fill in in almost what, signed for Burnley. seven out of 11 positions in the. Yeah, almost signed for Burnley. Yeah. Right. In fact, I think I announced it on this pod. Yeah, you did. I was yeah. like, did you not know Ashley Young signed for Burnley? That's how close he was to, <laughs> to making that happen. But. All right. We've come to the part of the podcast. Thanks that we for joining run. us this week. That we can't run away from. Where to begin? So it's the same thing that we've seen all season. Arsenal go 1-0 up and then try to defend for the rest of the game. The only difference is that... I'm, I'll leave if this guy doesn't stop smiling. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not smiling I'm, about... I, listen, could I could feel your smile. I'm not smiling. Listen, let me just clarify. I'm not smiling lot. about the result, nothing. It actually just made me laugh that Junior prepared. Yeah, that's, that's, that's why I That's why I was smirking. Take the I floor, because right, I didn't watch cool. the game yesterday. This guy's so. prepared, so... Okay, the only difference is that we're not that good enough to invite pressure on us like we have been. Then we concede or go behind, and then we want to start playing, but it's too late. Palace, against Palace, Partey scores an early goal. Then we defend for like 75 minutes until Palace went ahead. United, we dominated the first 20 minutes. We scored and then sat back and invited pressure. And it was a Bamiyang scored against Partey. Uh, against Palace, by the way, not Partey. Partey scored a header. That was against Aston Villa. Oh yeah, fair enough, whatever. <laughs> uh, same thing last night. We were so negative. We didn't create chances. We have scored nine goals from open play this season. That's half of our total. Oh my God. We averaged less than 50% possession for a Ball playing side, uh, averaging 1.2 goals this season for people who like stats and compared to conceding 1.5. The majority of our goals are scored in the first half and the majority of the goals conceded are in the second half, which illustrates the point that um, what I was saying before. Aaron Ramsdale is averaging 6.8 saves per game. That is crazy. That's, That's not, not healthy. Sustainable. Yeah. No. The club should have addressed the fact that we are going to lose Partey in Jan and at this point, it isn't really losing him because he's been horrific, but being left with Shaka, who hasn't played for two months, how and how he, he played the whole game yesterday, minutes. it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Lacazette having a two, stinker. Two days of training, yeah, Shaka. It just goes to show. Well it just well. goes to show what he thinks about midfield options. Lacazette having a stinker stays on for eighty minutes. Yeah, Martinelli comes so off bad. injured, and he brings on Enketia. <laughs> who isn't even good enough and wants to stay yeah, he and wants, wants to leave. leave. Pepe Rejecting. can't get a game and Aubameyang stays on the bench. Till the 85th minute. Surprised me that is. And he took off um, Tierney as well and brought on, I'm sorry, I don't rate that guy in it. Yeah, any, no, that, any, was, that was the, the key decision in that game for me. Because he was at fault. From the outside the looking in was taking Tierney off. I'm, I'm coming. Yeah. Sorry, so Junior. any of those guys are better than Enketia anyway. So like, um, yeah. Pepe and Aubameyang. Yeah, exactly. He takes off Tini, who hasn't played a lot of football, so it's understandable that Tini was tired, but he brought on a chaotic defender <laughs> in Tavares mm. to defend a lead. <laughs> it's, it, it just doesn't the, make sense. The black class match. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Arteta's <laughs> fault again. So all of this is like Arteta's fault. Because why hasn't Tini at least had some minutes in previous games so that he can last the whole 90 minutes against Everton? Mm. You can tell Junior was fuming. I'm tired of this negative <laughs> tactics. He's too slow to react, and it is so painfully obvious. This guy might be a good coach. I said might, might be a good coach, but he's a terrible, terrible manager, and we won't progress under him. Arteta is out of his depth, and he's wasting both our times with his charade that he has going on. You should get them Charlie in the booth. The board needs to act fast and bring in a guy who can actually manage. Because right now. We've got Michael Scott in charge. Like, it's actually banter. 
We rely on two. Mike's got the office guy. The yeah, office. Yeah. <laughs> we rely on two twenty-year-olds. Smith Rowe is our top scorer with five goals, and is, and Smith Rowe and Saka are our top assists. And they're being and Saka's been run through the ground with, by the way. with two assists. Mm. So at this point, I absolutely give up. Yeah, and that's, the, I that's, that's but I ask you guys, what what is it going to take for you to sack him? Because what? I just don't understand. Hopefully, how we lose more games. If he was at City, Liverpool, even Spurs, we, he would not be yeah. manager. He yeah. would be sacked. Like, mm. what is it going to take? It's a, it's a it's a it's an easy job to have as an Arsenal manager because you know there's not they're going to give you more time than why? you are allowed. But you're so you're what back to back eighth place finishes. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been in the job for two years now, if I'm not mistaken. Since, since December 2019, so, so coming up to three years. Yeah. coming up to three years yeah. that's crazy and my point was actually Richard that Ross. i haven't seen much of There's no um, progression yet no. style of play in terms of i was going to say he's had two years to implement this he's had three years to implement a style of play um that includes off the ball as well i don't see an off the ball plan with arsenal um what what is it similar to tanya what is it that not as a fan, but what is it that's going to make the board sit up and say, actually? In, in my opinion, that's a good question because I, I, I honestly, I don't know. Because when we were in good form, <clears throat> Josh Conkey's out here doing interviews like, oh, what a master striker was me to, to get, have faith in Arteta and give him money. Mate, we, it, like Junior was um, reading out all those stats here. Let me, let me break down our wins here this season. Seven wins this season in the league, yeah? 1-0 against Norwich, 20th place. 1-0 against Burnley, 18th place. 2-0 against Newcastle, 19th place. Uh, 1-0 against Watford, 17th place. That's all of the bottom four wow. we won. One, um, 3-1 wow. against Tottenham, sacked their manager. 3-1 against Aston Villa, sacked their manager. Yeah. And what's the other win? Um, well, yeah, I think that's, all, that's you, it. You that's see when you lay it out Lester, on a table. And Leicester, like, yeah, who are up and down in 11th place as well. The two draws we had, Palace, we were lucky to get a, mm. get a, um, a point in that game. Brighton, we should have been battered. And you look at the wins, the, 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 the defeats, six defeats in the league this season. So almost as many oh um, wins we've, we've had this season. Um, slapped against Man City, slapped against Chelsea, slapped against Liverpool. You won't go one up against Everton and Man United away, who were both in horrible form before we played them. Well, Man United sort of were a little bit better, but still. And then we sit back. Like Junior was saying, it's just a, ta- it's just a mentality thing. Arteta, what I hate the most about him, yeah, amongst many things, is that when he, co- when he comes out in the press conference, he always says, he analyzes it perfectly. I don't care. I, we can't play games in hindsight. You know, I, I, we're not going to w- get points in hindsight. That's good, you can't good always come out in the in the in the press conferences and say, "Well, we weren't doing this, we weren't doing that." Like literally, my friend, yeah, he watched the game. He texted me. He was telling me all the errors, all the issues, and I literally just saw the video of Arteta going, "No pressure." Exactly what my mm. friend was saying. You know, it's so, funny that you say that. I'll let you carry on straight away because that the one I watched the interview after the game of Arteta, and I actually sat back and thought. You've nailed it. Exactly. But it's clear that people keep saying, yeah, that this tactic to go 1-0 up and, and sit back is um, is not what Arteta wants. But if he doesn't want it, then why can you never communicate it to your players? Yeah. Why is it happening every single game? Like, even the, 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 the wins I broke down as well. Against Villa, there was a period of the game where they could have come back in. Against Tottenham, same thing as well. Watford, true, we were yeah. a bit lucky. It happens all the time. Norwich, we, uh, and Burnley outshot us. Norwich, we were lucky as well. It's just... It's uh, and it's happened for so long that we can't really deny, you know, that it's him. It's his team. All of this is his players, and we haven't improved as well. Hundred fifty million spent as well. Net spend is higher than anyone in Europe. So I'm not accepting this nonsense. Like it's all down on him. The players are underperforming. Like I mentioned earlier on about David Moyes getting the best yeah. out of your players as well. Mm. 
before David Moyes came in, I wouldn't have said I wanted almost any of those players, only a few, maybe Declan Rice, a few of those as well. And the fact that every single player who plays up front with Arsenal is is completely useless. And on top of that, like you see the declining players, Lacazette declined about a year ago, Aubameyang's declining badly. You just as a forward at Arsenal, you're always going to be starved. You have to be the most of clinical player yeah. to really uh, get any sort of because you're going to get one or two chances a game. And the fact and you know it's hard to be that to to be someone who who gets one chance a game and scores. You know, only the elite does that. So I just feel with it's clear, clear sign that it is this manager. I just don't get as well. Like, how can you let Granite Xhaka walk into the team and play a full 90 minute game when you've had Lukonga, who I've actually been impressed with Lukonga every time he's played? He didn't bring on Pepe. <laughs> like, I, I'm sorry. I, I spoke about Pepe before, but he's more likely to score than an Inketia and an Abamian. I would have just bought on Abamian. That chance that Inketia had. I was literally like, how on wouldn't have scored. Uh, wouldn't have even been in that position, man. I'm sorry, I think Aubameyang would have scored no. that. I've, he, I mean, he was in the same position against Newcastle when he missed. But to be fair, the he had a big chance as well, Bamiang. Oh, done man, I forgot about that. Literally, literally, Before, yeah. quite literally yeah. the last kick of the game. Yeah. I was like, But it would have been daylight robbery because Everton, what, they had three yeah, goals. Yeah, we didn't deserve it. I mean, it would have been daylight robbery, but aside from the fact the that same it would have been daylight robbery, he has to be very in that. Everton conceded five goals against Watford. Mate, Everton they hadn't really won bad. since September. So if, if all I'm saying, yeah, also they need to do an ad, like part of their next ad campaign <laughs> is... If you haven't won and you're on a drought, come visit us yeah? and we will help you out. <laughs> no, we're, we're confidence boosters. You just need to suck it, man, because you can't even... Like, look at Partey as well. Like, big man, your performances haven't even been four out of ten. He come, so yeah, he, he, come out of, he dropped uh, <laughs> up my performances have been four out of ten and then the day after drops a one out of ten. It's mad, like, but I he's think he was not averaging bad, them out. But <laughs> I think, he's not I think the, commenta- the, the guy who's interviewing him, he go, big man. <laughs> Four is a stretch, you know. <laughs> four is being nice. Considering the expectations the as well. Like, uh, I, mm, I don't I don't think Arsenal will. I think they'll review it come the end of the season. That's um, the end of the season, Mark. So crazy. I, well, I, you're talking to me like, I, that doesn't affect me. I'm just <laughs> no, saying, that's how, feel, that's how I feel. That's the route I feel Arsenal are going down. They're going to, as you said, you've got uh, Josh Cranky coming out and doing interviews when you've won three on the bounce. Yeah. You've lost a couple on the bounce. He's nowhere to be seen. They're not three brave enough. Four, you know? Not brave enough to make that decision midway through the season. That's what I think of that we're gonna finish eighth um let's just let's let's give a little bit of praise to damari gray right come in 1.7 million he's got five goals three assists in the league um what a goal goal. um in fact for richardson's goal the one that stood so unlucky not for that not to go in you have to give evan a lot Um, of credit because they had two goals disallowed right so they literally had so many chances to get back into the game like you'd think their confidence would be shattered and that's why i was so surprised with arsenal's approach it's like you just let Everton get back into the game, so... No, I think, you know, the two offside goals egged Everton's fans. The second one was harsh for me as they well. They egged Everton's fans on and they got behind the team. If you're yeah. not... I think if you're Arteta though and you've conceded, you've just conceded an two idiot, and they've both been disallowed, surely you're yeah. thinking, oh, God, I need to freshen no, that, the shot. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's when he brought on Tavares. Let's get some... Yeah, but for me, in that moment, it's not about... Listen, if you want to rest Tierney, rest him with 10 minutes to go when the result maybe is a little bit more in the yes, bag exactly. and get those fresh legs on in the centre of the park, you were getting overrun. And to make the change at left-back at that point in the game where you needed to stay solid, He's for me, was ridiculous. And I thought that when it, when it happened. He's out of his depth. Um, and, and then the subs from there on from there what, on out. What annoys me the most about Arteta is he doesn't seem like he takes responsibility. He just thinks... Everything is a is 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 it ev- the reason we drop points or we lose games is everything apart from him. When 
everything that happened that he blames oh we weren't we weren't pressing enough we sat back we were, we didn't have penetration we didn't score enough goals all of those are a result of you it's mate, like, it's so similar to jose at spurs yeah, honestly mate. it's literally carbon copy because i i was experiencing the same thing we'd score a goal sit back defend 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 the other team will get back into the game and then jose will come out and say oh the players i've told they're sitting back da, da, da. it's exactly the same you need to get rid of him man but shout out to everton to and shout out richarlison who scored one of his six goals that he will get he this does season. always score against arsenal isn't he Annoying. Yeah, it does, yeah. yeah ever, on the on the topic of Everton, they they needed that like, more they than needed that. Walking so out protesting. Can I just say, my guy, twenty seventh minute, yeah. twenty seven years since they won a trophy, but only twenty seven people actually walked out. So it was a bit, <laughs> my that guy was an actually, embarrassing protest. My guy actually, twenty eighth person wanted to come and just go back now. <laughs> my guy actually took the ball home, Richarlison. No. Oh, I saw it. Yeah. No, that's no. shameless. He had two goals disallowed. Oh, no, come on. I think that's he, yeah, as a bit of a joke, it's I think. Is that, but, is that a Brazilian trait? No, he's not funny. <laughs> that is ridiculous. He's not funny. <laughs> he's, yeah, funny. Uh, Can I just ask one question? Because I know we've got to like, wrap this up. If they were to sack Arteta, who do you honestly want as manager? I'd yeah. wrap Ten Hag. Ten Hag or Potter. Ten Hag. If it was me, Potter. if I was I'd an Arsenal fan, I'd be I'd be screaming for Ten Hag. Or Potter. Yeah, or I'd Potter. be screaming yeah, for it. And if I'd, Ten Hag wasn't attainable, you're right, I'd yeah. be going for someone like Graham Potter. I feel like Ten Hag is in a position to go, how would I go there? Yeah. yeah, Champions League football with Ajax. He's going to win that league comfortably Ajax, every year. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I just so think I just go think for Ten Hag if you can't get him Potter. They'll, yeah, Potter they'll, what they'll do is they'll just go and bloody sign, give it to Eddie or something, bruv. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Arteta's assistant now? He'll probably get a job. Yeah. Uh, the one who always wears the earpiece, bro. Yeah. I'm like, the only person you talk to is Arteta, bro. <laughs> just listen to him. Take this off and listen to him, bro. <laughs> like, and there's like 75 different backroom staff, bro. Like all He's of them have a different job. Hey, you carry the balls. You carry the towels. Let's move on. He's very vocal the touch time what is he actually our players you've got right you're one of the three o'clock kickoffs this weekend you've got southampton, southampton at home how are you feeling don't about that it. don't say uh, it. i'm gonna say i'm gonna don't let the people it. know it's on your birthday oh no um, yeah do you think your mood is going to be ruined or enhanced if we lose, this guy would be the most unbearable human being. Well, that, that's the question. <laughs> you, either you lose and you'll be unbearable, or you yeah. win no, and no, your no. mood will be but enhanced. Even if you so win, it doesn't make a difference. No, but though. genuine question. I can't see us winning now. You can't, no? Really? I no, see I think the team's in too much bad form. We play poorly. And Southampton. You've are, got West Ham after that, isn't it? I swear. I can see Shea Adams and, oh and Brozier giving us a bad day. Or even Armstrong hasn't scored in eight games. He'll score. Come It'll be on. interesting Come to, to see what, what team he picks. <laughs> if he goes for Xhaka again and and pays um, Tavares instead of Tierney. <laughs> oh, by the way, just quickly, Ben White against a physical oh, striker. Yeah. I, I just know I've got my eyes on him. Let, that was that wasn't. It really wasn't good enough from him on I against Everton. Right, can we say this first podcast of the season? He's been he's been good. The only player I like so far in this team is is Ramsdale. Odegaard played well though. I'll say that. That's his first game in like four years. Alright, can we move on? Anyway, move yeah. on, on. Alright, so let's go for Man of the Week. Tanya, you're first. Right, my Man of the Week. I fought long and hard about this. Well, I've been umming and ahhing, but it has to go to Damari Gray for that goal against you, man. And like Mark said, you, you man. know... You, man. I played. Very, very good piece of business for Everton. You know, one point, how much? Million? Seven. Are you writing his biography? I'm, I'm a big fan of him, innit? I wish we signed him, so yeah. I'm giving it to Damari. So far, that's three players that you've said Konza, Rafinha and now Damari Gray yeah slighting for all of them go on Mark oh, no, cheeky Abdi. man <laughs> um, man of the week I'm giving to Bernardo Silva I hate you so much uh, quality oh, player yeah. best left footed player in the Premier League best Portuguese <laughs> player in the Premier League 
uh, best player in the Premier League this season, period. Absolutely. I'm oh not letting you get away with that. Because he's, I'm just letting you not know he, he smirked as he said that. He's yeah. not, he, he doesn't believe that. I've, well, I did say best left footed player, so I thought you knew I was taking a shot at you. So. I did. You, uh, if you listen to this back, you'll hear me kind of go, uh. yeah, But quality performance, two <laughs> goals. And, you know, he sent Danny Rose in the early retirement. He was already in retirement. Yeah, so Abdi took he the, sent him job center, bro. Abdi took the <laughs> one that I was gonna say, but um, I'm gonna give it to I'm gonna give mine to Jared Bowen for a fantastic performance against uh, Chelsea and helping West Ham get the three points. This is mad. I was last choice this week, but I got my first choice. So oh. I'm going to give it to Divock Origi this week. Um, oh, shocking. This guy, we're so surprised. <laughs> what are you saying? I can't. What, he's four in a row. He's four in a row. They literally a, win every week. So is that he, not he can't a, do is that, that, That's Salah, Trent, Jota, Divock. <laughs> are, are you telling me none of them deserve to be nominated no, in that say, week? I, I'm not saying that. I'm going to be honest. My backup option, because I thought one of you, I really thought one of you lot was going to go with Origi. My backup option was Fred. So there was a bit of... Like, I'm not being biased towards Liverpool. If someone stole that, it would have been Fred. But it's Divock Origi for me. It's easy to say when you have a backup um, option. <laughs> I'm not biased. Divock Origi for me. Um, I mean, it was the Divock show, wasn't it? He came on, he produced the goods um, in the 94th minute. And it's just that time of the, the game is, is Divock time. And he's proved it once again. So, man of the week to Divock. Big match winning goal. Could prove very important come the end of the season. Mm. Cool. Um, now we've got... What do we need to talk about? And we're going to be a bit cheeky and sneak a third one in there because um, just, yeah, but we'll do it quickly. Um, okay. Who's worse, Ole or, 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 or Arteta? Arteta. Arteta. Ole. Okay. Really? Um, Ole ain't finishing eighth, is what I'm saying. No. We got a question. Who was the scout that thought Nuno Tavares could play at a high level like the Premier League? <laughs> Matty. Yeah, I, I don't know where Tavares at the moment. But <laughs> definitely <laughs> Early days. I know. Um, he's such a chaotic defender. Like, you can't be chaotic and be a defender. Mm. Um, uh, it's too early to write yeah, him off. No, it's too early to write he, him off. He's, he's definitely very If I see miss. him cutting in and shooting with his right foot from 30 yards again, <laughs> I'll lose That's it. the point. I'm like, going to lose it. <laughs> like, yeah, again, he didn't get one single... I think his pass percentage yesterday was 5% pass accuracy. Oh my are you got one wait? Hold on. Are you? Is, what's this? You if you got one serious? pass correct, then that's one hundred percent, no. <laughs> Out of how many? Oh, oh, he attempted more. Yes, and that's junior stat. We, you, you, can you back up that stat? Watch the game. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then, um, and then this is maybe one for. Nah, for all of us. Uh, Kane's goal scoring slump. Media isn't paying it any attention. No, it's right. Reason. Absolutely right. Yeah, I was going to ask you. I forgot too. But is he? Is his performance about? No, he's in the game. Kane is always in the game, but. And he's getting quite easy chances. He's just not putting them mm. away. I don't know if he's confident. I, I don't know. Yeah, I just think when you when you think of Kane, you associate him with goals. So it is actually pretty worrying. Let's no. go. If you're a Spurs fan, no, it's massively worrying. Less goals than Conza. Like he had like <laughs> such an easy chance in that game as well. Like Fred has scored more than him. Like it's actually yeah. mad. Like he needs to score goals. I don't know. So Conza for number nine for England. Uh, bro, did you know Divock Origi's got two in the league this season? He's played forty minutes. Hey, what was the other one again? Uh, uh, Norwich, I think, on the opening day. Oh, okay. Uh, he's played like 40 minutes or something in the league this season. He's got two goals. Nice. Starts tonight, though. Can he get a British passport? Or... <laughs> All right. Um, well, thank you for listening. And we'll catch you on the next exciting episode of We'll Talk About That Later. Peace. Peace, Peace. out. <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network.